Today's episode of Sweeten Up Podcast is brought to you by Uncle Matt's Bakery and Cafe, located at 105 Churchill Road in beautiful downtown Sandy Hook, Connecticut. Uncle Matt's is your neighborhood cafe, but with a worldly view of baking, you won't find anywhere else in the area. Stop in to grab a quick coffee or espresso, or meet your friends for long conversation and share any one of their delectable sandwiches, baked goods, or salads. Uncle Matt's atmosphere is casual and cozy. All about convenience, place your order online, and pick it up whenever you have time. You might even run into Uncle Matt himself, the great Matthew Kirshner, one of the nicest guys around and a guest of ours on Season 2, Episode 82 and 83. Take it from me, Uncle Matt's is the real deal, and you might even see me there, enjoying a dirt bomb, a coffee, and my personal favorite, the fried eggplant sandwich, which is absolutely to die for. Check them out today at UncleMattsBakeryAndCafe.com, as well as on Instagram. Just search for Uncle Matt's Bakery and Cafe. Uncle Matt's Bakery and Cafe, exceptionally simple ingredients made extraordinarily delicious. Experience the best recipe in town. Thank you so much to Uncle Matt's for being our third sponsor of season three. Today's episode of Sweeten Up Podcast is brought to you by BD Provisions, a specialty bulk food and coffee roasting shop. The store is owned and run by local Newtowners, John and Cynthia Pacuzzi. John, of course, a guest of ours on season one. BD Provisions is located in the Highland Plaza in Newtown, Connecticut, just behind Butcher's Best. If you have not visited yet, I would definitely encourage you check them out. They roast fresh coffee right in the store and carry over 200 delicious items in bulk. From candy, nuts, pasta, from flour to beans, dried fruit, and salty snacks, they have you covered. They also carry some incredible Italian and California olive oils and vinegar. They are open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Take it from me, BD Provisions is the real deal, and hey, you might just see me there. Thank you so much to BD Provisions for being the second sponsor of Season 3. Today's episode of Sweeten Up Podcast is brought to you by Andy Sachs and Around Town Real Estate, a family-owned real estate brokerage with all the reach of those other guys, but with a commitment to bring local back to local real estate. Located in my beautiful hometown of Newtown, Connecticut, Around Town Real Estate is the go-to for all of your real estate needs, covering much of Fairfield, New Haven, and Litchfield counties. Give them a call today at 203 203- 200-0851. Again, that's 203-200-0851. Or check them out online at aroundtownrealestatect.com. Thank you to Andy Sachs and his team for being our first sponsor of Season 3. And now, let's start the show. Hey everybody, what's going on? I hope everyone is doing well, enjoying the last couple days of summer, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up Podcast, and officially the last episode of season number three, episode number 111. 
I know I had said in the previous episode that that was the last of season four. However, I had to sneak this episode in, and I know you all are going to love it. As always, I am your host, Jeff Spencer, and thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it. Whether you have for multiple seasons, an entire year, or you are today for the first time, thank you so much for listening. However, if you are just listening for the first time, take a look back at our library of 110 episodes anytime you want, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today and you would like to hear more, please be sure to tell all your friends and subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast so that you never miss a future episode. The podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Sweeten Up Podcast. With that being said, my guest on the podcast today is the great and powerful Cesar Collado. Originally from Brooklyn, New York, Cesar Collado is a professional boxer currently residing in Danbury, Connecticut, representing Champs Boxing Club, also located in Danbury and owned by the legendary A.J. Galante of Danbury Trashers fame. Cesar is also a master barber and has been servicing clients in the Danbury area for 15 years. His fun nature conversation and precision haircuts will always leave you feeling satisfied with not only your appearance, but your experience. Currently, Caesar works out of Legends Barber Company, located near the Danbury Mall, and it's where Caesar and I first met. Shout out to the Legends fam, love you guys. I had such an awesome conversation with Caesar, learning all about his rise in boxing after having started at a young age, his career as a barber, becoming a professional boxer, preparing for his first pro fight in Columbia next week, what training camp has been like, what it's been like representing Champs Boxing Club, and so much more. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, my man, La Machina, Cesar Collado. Joining me on the podcast today here in Brookfield, Connecticut, I am thrilled and honored because sitting across from me is a good friend of mine, someone I met somewhat recently, and he is on the rise. He is about to become and basically is a professional boxer, and I am so excited because he had some amateur amateur fights, and here he goes. He's on the rise, and he is my man, Pots and Pans, Caesar Collado. And Caesar, what's up, my friend? How are you? What's I'm going great. on? I'm great. Happy to be on the podcast, finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, so good to see you. So good to talk to you. I'm yeah. so glad you were able to, to pull up and say hello. I know we've been talking about this for some time. Of course, seeing you over at Legends doing your thing. Of course, you know, I was going over there seeing Vinny, who, of course, moved over to Bethel, but Always a pleasure to see you when I was over there, and so mm. glad to see you now. And and what's good, man? What what you, what you know? What could you tell me right now? What's going on with you? Everything is good. A lot of a lot of big things happening. Uh, like you just said, uh, my first professional fight's coming up. Uh, happy to announce that I'm finally professional. Got a big fight coming up in Colombia, September 22nd in Santa Marta. That's awesome. Yeah, very excited for that. Uh, it's been a long journey there. But we're here and we're uh, we're going on all cylinders. We're ready to go. Unfortunately, we're going to have to hurt somebody along the way, but <laughs> it's the name of the game. It's either him or me, and I prefer to be not me. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Of course. That's great. And so exciting, man. Columbia. Wow. Like, that's that's tremendous, like, getting to go over there and just experience being over there. And then, yeah. of course, uh, you know, your debut and everything like that. That's going to be a lot of fun, man. And um you know what? Let's take it all back. You know, if I could, mm -hmm. let's start from the beginning. You know, where are you from? 
Uh, talk to me a little bit, a uh, little bit about growing up and everything like that. And uh, did you ever think that maybe one day you'd, you'd, you know, eventually be in the ring doing what you're doing today? All right, let the therapy begin. <laughs> no, uh, I'm originally born in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, moved to Danbury. Um, I was like about eight years old. Nice. Uh, and just been here ever since. This is. You know, I've been many other places around the country, you know, traveled other places in the world, but, you know, Danbury is going to always be home. Growing up, I guess, you know, simple mom, dad, two brothers. Uh, I probably learned how to box because I had two brothers and we were just (laughs) (laughs) going at it. It was a fun, you know, (laughs) fun upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, pretty simple. Just. Danbury kid and just nice little by little making bigger moves as we go along. That's awesome. Where about in Brooklyn? Um, it's right above Coney Island. It's uh, okay. Gravesend. Okay, awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I got some friends in uh, the Brooklyn area. So do you? Yeah, nice. yeah. Shout out to Austin. Yeah, my yeah. my buddy over there. I'm assuming they're food yeah. guys because uh, yeah, no, I mean you're the, you're the food guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they definitely they definitely like their food. I mean um, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> if ever I need recommendations, I know who to hit up. Yeah, no, of course, of course, man. I mean, uh, and I'm I'm honored because the Connecticut Restaurant Association asked me to be on the nomination panel again this year for the Connecticut Restaurant Association Awards. So I'm really excited about that. You're bragging being able to point. do that. You're, you're bragging. No, just, you're bragging. just being able to do that two years in a row is, is tremendous. So That's so de- good, yeah. definitely wanted to just uh, let that, you know, let that be known out there, you know, going to vote for some killers, definitely going to vote for some folks out there that I, I really think are, are doing some cool things. So and I'm excited to see who's going to very you know, a, a lot of, there's so many food spots coming up now yeah. where it's the, the, just oh, I, they're everywhere everywhere yeah anywhere you go in the most random locations you'll find like just quality food places that you know what's uh so, i mean when i can have when i can have the luxury of eating good food uh like i just discovered like a couple taco trucks around you know not too far and it's yeah yeah it's amazing yeah, we're really lucky. Yeah, but like I said, if ever I need to know, a, you know, a new spot, I know who to go. Hey, <laughs> I, I see you out there doing your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, how old were you when you moved to uh, from uh, Brooklyn to Danbury? I was uh, I was in third grade, so okay. like seven, eight years old. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm I'll never forget it. Once I was able to like, I still remember the feeling of having a yard. Because we lived in obviously in an apartment building, sure. So having a yard was like such a big thing growing up. <laughs> yeah, of being course. able to ride a bike and just to go outside and whenever you want, and not have to worry about you know running into crazy people. It's yeah, gotcha. It's always gonna be home. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. That's awesome. So after that, what was next for you when you you know we moved to Danbury and just basically just going through the you know the motions, going through school and stuff. I'm just like, you know, just stuff like that. yeah, it's as. Simple as it sounds, just a regular, just Danbury kid, just awesome, <laughs> awesome. That's great. Any, Danbury High School, yeah. Rogers Park Middle School, go Lions. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Play any sports, anything like that? I did um, nothing too. I didn't really do a lot of the amateurs. Uh, I mean, a lot of the, um, a lot of the organized sports. Um, and it makes sense why I went into boxing. Uh, I played basketball, baseball. I didn't play football because, you know, my parents loved me. So they didn't let me. Yeah, <laughs> my, parents me play. Didn't, 
<laughs> you know, it's it's interesting. My parents didn't really let me play uh, football no. either. I really wanted to, and I think some of the coaches were like, you know, your son's got an arm. You know, should he should play? Maybe quarterback, back yeah. quarterback, whatever the case. But it never, yeah, it never came to be. Yeah, because um, my parents were like, nah, they loved like, you. You're gonna play baseball. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna play baseball. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They so I never played football. I never played football. It's no, interesting, but and. Uh, gladly we uh <laughs> it's funny yeah, yeah. They, they love me i never i never like thought of it that way i'm always just like unbelievable oh my god they, they just don't want me to get hurt yeah well but, but there you go now because yeah. they love me we're yeah. A, yeah we're able to we're able to walk good we're able to talk well you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly <laughs> but it makes sense though now looking back at it why i got into boxing is gotcha because i didn't really you know i liked playing basketball and other team sports but for whatever reason, uh, boxing, what makes boxing unique is, yeah, you have your team with you, your coaches, your trainers, but at the end of the day, when you're in the ring, it's all you. Uh, you don't really have teammates to fall back on. You know, whatever successes, losses, ups and downs you have, it really just falls on you. And I guess for whatever reason, that always just kind of made, uh, yeah, just boxing was always just pulled pulled toward me when did that start i started um about like my early teenage years like 14 give or take i remember yeah it was something like about sophomore year in high school give or take i actually back i don't know if you uh have ever been to uh, harambe center you ever heard of it? No, no, no it's I don't uh, think so. it's a, it's like a kind of like a youth center. Okay. In Danbury, uh, goes back years. City funds it. It's you know, it was a place where pretty much kids could just go for free after school and then just hang out and just you know, do all types of like arts and crafts, play basketball. It was like a pretty big facility, and uh, they had a boxing gym, and then that's how I got into it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, it's a it's a Danbury thing, you know, the Harambe Center. Yeah. Goes back, I think, up to, like back to the 60s. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, learned how to box there. And then thankfully we got Champs Boxing Club now, which... The Galantes, the yeah. The Galantes. My yeah. guy, AJ. Love the guy. Oh, AJ, yeah. And, he's the uh, man. He's the best. He's the best. Every time I can tell him like how much I appreciate and love him for like what he's done for the city and oh, just man. how great of a person he is. I always, get, I always tell him he's San, like... San Gennaro. He probably gets you know sick of it. Yeah, he probably gets sick of it. Brought but a, I we, tell we him brought a San, he brought a San Gennaro to Danbury. How cool is that? Yeah, that was great. And that was just recently. That just happened recently. It did, and that yeah. was a That was a really fun time. You got to um, go? Yeah, I did. Awesome. Uh, my, my girlfriend and I pulled up, and I'll never forget uh, seeing that uh, Poloni Giovanni or <laughs> Giovanni Poloni or yeah. whatever his name is, that TikTok guy. Yeah. I'll never forget because, like, um, we're looking at all the tents, and I just look, and I'm like, man, I, I feel like I've scrolled on Instagram and seen this guy before, like, making sandwiches. And sure <laughs> enough, like, I took a better look, and I'm like, yeah, that's the that's guy. That's the guy. Like, yeah, that's the guy. So. <laughs> I was like, wow, they're getting this guy out here. Like, that's super cool. And uh, Nikki, Nikki Zooks, of course, was there, friend of the show. I had him on the podcast uh, uh, a couple seasons ago. So, so right now, I'm very, you know, strict on this diet. So I kind of get off on listening to other people <laughs> talk about food. Yeah. And I, you know, it gets pretty funny. I catch myself doing it where I'm like, can you describe it for me? How did it? Because I, I kind of lived through them when they had it. What did you have there? Yeah. Did you have anything that stuck out to you? Any foods? Oh, I mean, uh, walk uh, me through it. Come on, man. I'm, I'm hurting. Giovanni right Poloni. Um, he was putting out 
unbelievable uh, uh, caprese sandwiches mm. uh, that were next level. Um, JJ Stacks, who's a sponsor of the show, had these unbelievable mozzarella sticks with mm. uh, homemade mozzarella sticks with uh, Mike's hot honey. I'm, fantas- uh, I'm fantasizing right now, um, man, because I, I literally just been having chicken and broccoli for the Stan- last couple Stanziato's months. was there making, yes. making wood-fired pizza. My, yes. my boy Moro. Yep. Love that guy. Shout out. Love you, Moro. Love um, Moro. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, so many, uh, so many people. Bruno's was there. Bruno's, yeah. Um, Bruno's, uh, incredible. Um, so, so good. I remember um, him from, uh, yeah. I've never been at- to the restaurant, but I saw their menu. And yeah. I'm like, why haven't I? <laughs> so now I'm, I got to go up to New Fairfield. And yeah, it's right see there. See what it's all about, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, a bunch of Brookfield people were there, Portobello. Mm-hmm. Um, Love Portobello's. Um, uh, uh, Puccinella uh, was over there. Um, God, I'm probably missing somebody. But, yeah, there were, there were you know, a few folks over there from Brookfield that were representing. So, yeah, it was it was a good time, man. Um you know, rice balls, uh, just tons of mozzarella, this, pasta, that. There were lobster rolls, uh, sausage peppers. Yes. I mean, my co- know, one of my dough. coaches, I mean, all the fried dough. I mean, you know, I mean. That was hard to, <laughs> for an athlete, that was hard to walk by. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Were you there? So you were there? You went, uh, yeah, you, I went to the one by. last year and this year. This year, okay. Yeah. And you were just, you were, you know, hung out. Yeah. Did you go the first night when the boxers were there? I did not. Okay. I went. Uh, I, I went Saturday night. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I. When did they start? What Wednesday? It was. I believe Wednesday? it was. I believe it was Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a. My coach. Uh, five day affair. My coach Dave was actually doing the uh, the sausage and peppers. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Nikki Zooks was 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 uh, taking videos with him. Oh yeah. Um, Nikki <laughs> Zooks is like my coach. You know, not only you know, uh, you know, we, we not only box, but we make sausage and peppers. Yeah. You know, he really speaks my language. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Because I see Nikki over there at the gym, and yeah, that's super cool. And Ian Bix over there, and I know he's doing cool things, and it's just really cool to see uh, so many awesome people who are over there. At, uh, it actually surprises me how many people go to Champs. Because me, I go. I feel like everyone's. I feel like everyone goes. I just yeah. scroll through my phone, and everyone's just there. Like, yeah, working out, doing their thing. It's amazing. Like, that's awesome, man. Like, I usually so go cool. after work, so like later on, you know, seven o'clock, six sure. o'clock, and so. But sure. It surprises me how many people go throughout the day and it's, you know, when I go, it's usually just my trainers and a couple other fighters. Right. And it surprises me how many people actually go. Right. What, Great. What year did you get started with champs? With champs, I believe it was 2015. Gotcha. And what's the process like, you know, just, you know, I want to box. So what, like, what, like, what was the process when you were like, I want to box, I want to fight people. What's that process like up until when you, you actually have your first fight? Great question. Um, well, obviously you got to go to, you know, go to a boxing gym and thankfully we have, do you have to, or could you technically just be you, like whoever and go, Hey, you know, I'm working out of my house. I'm yeah, going to box someone. You technically can, can but uh, wouldn't but recommend it for someone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's crazy stories out there, you know, gotcha, sure. they pick up a guy, you yeah, know, guy, yeah. you know, former taxi driver or something sure. like that next to, you oh, know, sure, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But generally, uh, you want to go to a gym that's well connected in the sense where they're aware of other organizations like USA Amateur Boxing, where they hold tournaments and, you know, amateur shows, such like that. Um, so with Champs, it's great because AJ is part of the uh, USA Boxing. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So, you know, if anyone wants to come to the gym awesome. and they're interested in, you know, fighting, obviously... 
Yeah. Do the got to, you know, got to test yourself out in the gym, you know, put in the hard work and then they're, they'll sign you up for, you know, amateur shows coming up. Okay. So you have to prove yourself. It's not just like, you know, it's, I can box. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, well, as a, tra- I put myself in the shoes of like the trainers. You don't want to bring someone who's going to get beat up. You know, you want to put somebody in, uh, you want to make them, put them in a position where they're going to be successful. Um, cause it, I mean, it's, it's not like baseball or, you know, tennis, you can, you know, you can get hurt, you know, it's two guys that, you know, it's fighting at the end of the day. So yeah. you definitely want to go in there being able to have the confidence that you can perform. Um, definitely have the confidence in your own abilities that, you know, you can handle your own. And as the trainers, they, you know, you want to make sure you, like I said, you want to put somebody in a position where they will be successful. And, nice. uh, yeah, Let's go through put up a, you know, have some amateur fights, get, you want to be, I would say this is that the important thing with amateur fights is it's like, um, you want to get comfortable as awkward as that sounds, but you want to get actually comfortable in the ring fighting before you become professional, because the idea is that you're just, it's, it's, it's a weird thing where you actually build up stamina through fighting, you get the confidence, and then once you get onto a professional level, you're able to handle yourself better. Right. Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's fighting. The other guy's training to hurt you, so yeah. You want to be able to <laughs> you want to be able to walk out there, okay? Oh man, that must be. I mean, you're my first boxer. I mean, it must be wild to to know you know to have that mindset where the other guy is literally training as hard as he can. Yeah. To knock you. Yeah. Out. It's definitely <laughs> it, it, for me at least. It helps. It helps put a little, you know, pep in your step to stay sure. motivated and not slack off. Sure. So so when and where was your first fight? What year? My um, first uh, fight, um, definitely my brother's. No. I would say, I, I, can't from, I think I was like 17. It was like my first amateur fight at Tuxedo Junctions. Oh. In, uh, yeah, they, it was like a little club show they kind of did. Yeah. And, yeah. I just I play back in the day at a band we played it we played shows at yeah uh, Tuxedo Junction Tuxedo yeah. Junction yeah, yeah, yeah. throwback. <laughs> so you have, do you have a brother who fights? Is that what you're? No, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean they you know they pretty much helped me you know. They, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, so you have a brother who like helps you? Helps I have you out? no. We just it was just growing up you know just brotherly love kind of you know oh, tussling okay, gotcha. around stuff like that. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Yeah, shout out to my two brothers Lewis and Noel. Two brothers, nice. Two. Yeah, nice, awesome. Yeah, big I'm the, family or. Uh, not so much like a media family, but I have, I have a ridiculous amount of cousins. Nice. We're all close. Awesome. Yeah. My mom's like one of like 14. <laughs> my dad's like one of 16 and I might be, you know. Nice. Yeah. So the, how'd your first fight go? First fight was, it was crazy. Cause they put, it was, it wasn't, this is why it's important to go to a, like a nice, uh, a gym that's very well organized. Okay. Cause what I went to was just like something where it's not sanctioned. It was just like a wild, wild west kind of just, okay, uh, okay, you guys seem like you're around the same weight class. You look good enough. Yeah. You what look, is your yeah. weight class, by the way? I fight at 140 pounds. I, okay. You know, give or take 135 sometimes, depending on the, sure. you know, depending on the opponent. Sure. Yeah. One, yeah. So it's. Nice. Okay. Technically, it's the light, light welterweight is okay. what I fight at. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very look, cool. Yeah. Depending on the big, depending on the opponents, we'll see. You know, big, bigger <laughs> opponents, I'll move around. It's not a big deal. So you did well in the first fight? Or? The first fight, actually, that was a crazy one because the guy that I fought, 
outweighed me by like 30 pounds. And I remember I just saw his... And like, this was back in two, yeah, 2000... This was back in 2000 and like... 17? No, 2000... Man, you're making me feel... How long, How young do I look? <laughs> <laughs> I almost gave you a kiss there. <laughs> this is back in like 2000, 2009, give oh. or take. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2008. Awesome. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've awesome. been boxing for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Got you, got you. And uh, yeah, I remember that fight was... Uh, it was one of those where, yeah, there was a bigger kid and... Yeah, we just had to <laughs> just had to give it to him. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that actually. It was crazy. Damn. And because uh, I, I mean, obviously you're training in the gym, so you you're okay. You're you know you physically in shape. You feel good with your techniques, and you know you definitely got the confidence going in that you put in the work. But completely different when you're fighting in front of a crowd. When people are rooting for you, when people are booing against you, they're yelling everything out to you, you know, every four-letter word you could think of. Are we allowed to curse here? No? Yeah. Oh, okay, but I won't. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My mom might be listening. No, Where was insane. it? Where was it that the fight was? It was here in Danbury at uh, Tocito Junction. Tocito Junction. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. that's where it was. Gotcha, that's gotcha. where it was. Tocito, gotcha. So, it was, that's what made it kind of crazy because it wasn't like a big place, sure. but it was packed. So, gotcha. you just felt like... You know, you were in kind of like a, you know, just a just a madhouse. Every judge just, I mean, that was at this point, I'm used to it. But at your first fight, it's it's yeah, it's a wild ride. And so eventually, you started working your way up. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, we get to that photo of you with with Mark Bowden. Yes. Where you're a champion, <laughs> New England champion. Yeah. That uh, talk uh, to me about that. I was whole. I uh, Mark Bowden reached out to us after I won the New England Golden Glove Championships. Um, and yeah, it was pretty cool when, uh, first time I actually, I've seen the mayor around before, but that was like the first time that I actually like met him. I gave me like a little, you know, small tour of like the office and stuff. So it was pretty cool. What was it like winning, winning that? That was, uh, probably the craziest. What was it like going through that? Talk to me about the worst. It was, it was the worst. <laughs> talk to me about it. Yeah. Talk, what, 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 do, so what do you have to do to get that title? You had, I had to fight like. I think it was, I had, to, I had like about 10 fights in about two months. So it was like, it felt like Whoa. pretty much, yeah, it was every weekend. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Every weekend I had to. <laughs> Ramp it up. Yeah. <laughs> and every opponent after that just got better and every opponent was like harder. It was, yeah, it was a crazy, it was a crazy two months. That was in, uh, that was the 2019 uh, Golden Gloves. And... I actually create so when I fought in the gold, New England Golden Gloves, uh, I won, and I was actually supposed to go to the National Golden Gloves. However, COVID ended up happening. Yeah, and pushed that back. I was gonna say 2019. That was just before. Yeah. 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 Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, on that other end, you know, you're a barber. Talk to me about being at Legends. I mean, Legends. I think it's one of the more, you know, not to be punny, but legendary spots to get your hair cut in the yeah. area. I mean, um, you know, I knew a bunch of people who went there and I decided to go there. Um, how did you find out? How did you? I had a buddy. His name was was Matt. I mean, I have a buddy. His name is Matt. And, his name um, is Matt. He he married into um, the Snappy family. Oh, wow. And so I, oh, said I know to him, Matt. Matt Moraes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I know yeah. Matt. 
he was my boss for a while at my last job, um, at my at my current job. Mm -hmm. And um, I said to uh, I said to him one day, I said, you know what, you know what's a good spot to get your haircut? And he was just like, oh, you know, Legends, blah blah. And then I also did a Google search and was looking, and I'm like, did the Yelp Legends and stuff? A, well, no, I just Google searched. Legends had a lot of great reviews. Mm -hmm. um, and then I looked and I saw like you know, Vinny had a lot of good reviews for his fades and like. So I just was like, whatever, you know, let me let me just go to Vinny, you know, yeah. you know, and Matt had gone to Vinny before. My guy Vinny, shout so out to like, Vinny Bordeaux. Vinny Bordeaux, and I still I still go to Vinny now. I actually just saw him at his new place in Bethel yep. um, about uh, a few weeks ago. We miss um, him. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> He was there when we started, so it's like, it's odd looking over to where he used to work and not seeing him there. But, I know, he's, yeah. uh, he's the best, man. And um, I mean, I'll definitely be back to Legends, I mean. Uh, you know, I, I told him I'm like I can't just completely not go back and see the you know, every, see the fan, but <laughs> the fan. um, but uh, yeah, no, he, he's doing good and everything, and so that's kind of how I I came across uh, Legends. Okay, and then I, I I saw you there, and never really introduced myself mm -hmm. or said anything like or anything like that, and then I remember just you know softball and yes. Danbury. Yep, one night just. I was talking to Brandon Rosenberger, my boy. You know, my we boy, played, Brandon. We played high school ball together, and I just happened to talk to him. And next thing you know... Uh, Shout he, out to Brandon, the wall in, at yeah, third base. Yeah, third base. And he, <laughs> you, I remember he went into the uh, the out, you know, he went out to, to go field his position. And I remember, and I'm like, oh my God, that guy at shortstop looks so familiar. It was you, it was Caesar. And I'm yep. like, holy shit. And, and then that's when I looked you up uh, not too long after that. I'm like, I'm like, you know, what's the deal, you know, Caesar with you? Let me go find him on the gram, see if he's on the gram. And that's when I saw like the article with Mark Bowen. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, my yeah. guy's a boxer? Like, yeah. what? Like, yeah, that was uh yeah, that was pretty cool. Coming out of the I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's a boxer. So I'm yeah. like, holy crap. And then I think it was the next time I saw you after that, when I came in to get my haircut with Vinny, I walked up to you and I'm like, We gotta chat for the show, dude. Like, <laughs> you obviously got a story to tell. Like a little wanna, bit, yeah. I wanna hear it. So yeah. Very cool, man. Thank you. I appreciate Full it. Full circle, you know? Thank you. As I like to say, but... I consider myself... Yeah. It's funny you mentioned and you, softball. And, and you gave me a cut one time. Vinny was... Vinny was... I think he was mm -hmm. he, he was either booked up or he was... I forget what it was. And uh, yeah, you gave, me, you gave me a great cut. So I did? You never came back. So how that. great was it? No, it was great. I just, you know, I just, you know, my boy Vinny, I just couldn't, you know. No, I get it. Loyalty's, yeah. But I'll be back. I'll be Loyalty's back. a big thing with uh, like clients said, and barbers. But like I said, I, I want to come back to Legends, so... But I appreciate it. You'll, you'll see me. You'll see me on the on the schedule. Nice. You'll be, you'll be like, all right, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get some food after something. Yeah, as long as I'm not training. <laughs> no, gotta yeah. stay on. Gotta stay. Gotta stay disciplined. <laughs> so, what do you eat when you're training? Uh, How disciplined are we talking? Like, you wake up and what's the routine? Uh, I wake up. Um, I wake up around like six. I go do you know do my running. You know how far? Um. Give or take around some Danbury, yeah, around Dan around Danbury. I so, on the wind, you know, the winter and like when it's raining, I'll do the treadmills. But you know, I feel like a hamster on one of those things, you know. So I, I like to I like to hit the road, and I um I do my you know four or five mile runs every morning, some calisthenics in between, sometimes some sprints, Ooh. yeah, and Damn. then uh, yeah, off to work, and then hit the gym after work, just every day back and. And what are you eating throughout the day? What's for breakfast, uh, lunch, dinner? Breakfast, I do uh, about, it's two poached eggs. Yeah, <laughs> it's not for no seasoning, no, <laughs> nothing fun there. For lunch, it's, generally, I try to keep it with anything that I eat, anything where it's like 
no, you know, you, pretty much the ingredients are just one or two things and that's it. And then just it's the way to go. Yeah. Just keep it clean. It's the way to go. Yeah. But I mean, that's the way for anyone. I mean, it's, it is what it is. So it's, it's, shit, it's, it's, it's like what they say. You are what you eat, Yeah, you know? And then, yeah. Cause I mean, at the same time, there are people that they can mess around certain things here and there, but just keep it clean. It's the only thing that, we, that really just works. You know, sometimes gotcha. people look too much into it, try to cheat as much as they can, get away to just keep it clean and then it'll, the, the results will show. It's that simple. That's awesome. Yeah. No, nothing fancy about it. Just yeah. chicken and broccoli, chicken salads, and, you know, just keeping it simple. And that's it. A lot of water, too. A lot of water. A lot of water. A lot of water. Nice. I feel like a fish half the time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so much water you're drinking. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. Yeah. And the gym, like, so you mean like champs, like you're there at night? just or, Champs. Yeah. Yeah. You're just... Sometimes I get like, uh, somewhere else even on Sundays, you know, I'm training on Sundays and, uh, Sundays I try to get there a little earlier just to kind of get it out and then enjoy the rest of the day. But yeah, it's like my second home. Nice, man. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not so nice after the workouts, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, of course. It's no, rough. no, I, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. There's a saying that, uh, you don't play boxing. You could play basketball, you could play baseball, you play football, but you don't play boxing. It's uh, it's, it's a unique uh, MMA guys. You know they kind of you don't play MMA. Same thing, but right. You know it's a unique sport. <laughs> yeah. So how long has Legends been around, and what were you doing before Legends? We opened uh, 2019, and uh, we before then I was working at Dave's Barbershop, another great barbershop in Danbury. Yep, My cousin Dave. actually. Dave's is legendary. Dave yeah. is legendary. Yeah, I know and Dave. The minute was, you said that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I know exactly who that yes. is. Yeah, that's another you know great establishment. Um, and I worked there since 2010, and then from then I went to from Dave's Barbershop. I went to Legends. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I got into barbering actually because it's I have a couple relatives that um, you know obviously Dave. Uh, at Dave's Barbershop, and then I have my cousin in Bury at Elion's. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those are like two of like the. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. Those are two like spots everyone, like you just hear the name. You're like, yeah. yeah I, I had know, no, I, I had pretty much had no choice. I was going to be a barber. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. Nah, you're, you're a tremendous barber, man. Thank you. Tremendous. Appreciate it. Yeah. No. It's good to hear that. No, absolutely <laughs> tremendous. Like, and I just love the vibe of Legends when you go in there. Like people just come in and it's just like high five, high five, high like everyone's dapping <laughs> each other up, yeah, showing love. Like everyone's got like either dope ass flops on or sandals, <laughs> like some designer ass flops or sandals or yeah. some really nice Nikes or mm -hmm. like designer shoes. And it's just like it's such a vibe and the music and like the, it's interesting know, the, the Trashers jersey on the wall and the artwork on the wall of Kobe and Muhammad Ali or, or right or am I wrong? Not Muhammad we, Ali. Uh, um, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson. Sorry. Yes. Um, you know both great fighters, but mm -hmm. but yeah, like just man, man, just the vibe, man. Walk me through it because I'm there every day. But oh, from just, the client's perspective, oh, what do you? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Go that, for that's walk what me. It is. Yeah. You, just, you just walk in. And you're just like you just you just feel good, man. You just feels like home. It feels like you belong. That's something that's good. Like you just you're a you relaxed. I don't know. Just it's tremendous, dude. I mean, some people you know can't every, tell enough people about legends. Wow, well, appreciate it. Wow, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I uh, it's there are. I mean, there's different types. I mean, because with a barber, it's pretty much based on their personality. Um, some barbers, you know, they're very professional. They kind of just you know, very clean cut. Other places are like you know, 
it's like going into a <laughs> it's going into a locker room. I'd say everyone's but, clean cut, but just in your their own unique way. Man. Awesome. Like, yeah, we try. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's We're a special place. We want people to come back. It's we want special, people to have a good time, a be able to relax. Place. It's it's like a you know whatever you know it's barbershop environment. Everybody yeah. feels you know relaxed and yeah. just there for a good time. Yeah, my buddy Lorton goes there, brings his kids. Like, yeah, mm. great time, great time. Yeah, I just. I don't know, and it's always I'm pretty so busy sure he was like, just there for the back to school crowd, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might, yeah, might have been, yeah. But uh, no, just great vibe, and the owners just great, great guys, um, really great guys. So yeah, yeah, those are yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, at, the amount of time that we spend together, I mean, it's pretty much like family. Yeah, yeah, we all, you know, we know everything about each other. We spend so much time in and out of the barbershop. You know, we, not only do we work together, but we also hang out together afterwards. I saw you in Arizona with a couple of the guys. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that, that was my awesome. first time being out west. Yeah, yeah, and that oh, was okay. a yeah. I never experienced like dry heat like that. It was pretty cool. The you, scenery out there was crazy. Dig it, yeah. Oh, I loved it. Did some hiking, some running. I a saw a lot of hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of a lot of hiking, a lot of running. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. loved it. Great place to have a to have a fight. <laughs> yeah seeking, soon seeking training yeah soon <laughs> train over there and who knows some rocky shit yeah know? we'll be calling out a couple big names soon too <laughs> if they dare that's great man that's great <laughs> so with boxing right now um you know becoming more popular than i think it was maybe you know maybe many many years ago i mean mm-hmm. it was popular but i think well, right now like it's it's been hotter than i think it has been in a while what was your thought with that uh what was your thoughts on um that recent fight that happened, it was uh, Spencer and something. Uh, oh, Terrence Crawford and uh, Pro- Earl yeah, Spence. Yeah. yeah. So what was what was your thoughts on that? That was probably from a boxer's perspective. No, yeah, that is because uh, in in there's people that you know watch boxing. There's boxing fans, and then there's like the occasional people that tune in depending on the type of fight that's coming up. Yeah. You know, you, you know, typically like a, like a Mayweather fight. A lot more people that aren't traditional boxing yeah. fans, they'll. Tune Jake in to Paul. see Jake Paul, you boxing. know, yeah, there we go. <laughs> He's got a lot of people. McGregor boxing. boxing. Yeah. McGregor boxing. Yeah. yeah. I watched this documentary recently. I got to uh, uh, on Netflix, Jake Paul. So was, oh, Jake Paul. Okay. I thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought you meant the McGregor one. Saw that. You did. Saw that. I'm too. on episode two. <laughs> Saw that. It was good. Was it? Yeah, it was good. That's good. Yeah, it was good. But Terrence Crawford, Old Spence, uh, that was one of the fights where it was like the biggest fight that could be made in boxing at the time where it was two undefeated guys in their prime champions where they fought everyone else except for each other. Um, so I remember going into that fight, um, not knowing who it was. It was a, it was like a 50, 50 out of all the, not knowing who could win that fight. That was the fight where anybody's guess was as good as anyone else's. Right. Um, and to see how that fight played out, you know, Terrence Crawford just winning the way he did, putting on the performance that he did, making a fighter with the caliber, the caliber fighter that Errol Spence is, making him, be, being able to put on a performance against someone that world-class and that high level was, was it was, it was incredible. It's incredible to see. And now I saw that they just announced a rematch. Oh, okay. Well, wow. I think it's going to be at a little bit higher weight class. Okay. See, I don't know. You know, sometimes that that can play a factor as well. Um, but yeah, that was a crazy night for boxing. Great night where 
I, it's actually 2023 was surprisingly one of the years in boxing where the best fights were actually made regarding like the bigger names actually the fights were actually able to be made and the fans were able to get to see the fights that they actually wanted right you know for example like uh javante davis ryan garcia yeah you know because famously or notoriously these guys constantly call each other out on Twitter, on social, all social media platforms, but they never actually get to fight. Surprisingly, this year, Javante uh, Davis, Ryan Garcia, that was a you know big fight that got made. Vasily Lomachenko, you just had the last fight, Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence, big fight that could be made. It was a great, it was a great year for boxing so far, and then we still got Canelo and Charlo this year. It's gonna be yeah, and then we still have uh, another big fight too. Is uh. Surprisingly, the heavyweight division is back with the Tyson Fury, you know, and uh, Francis Ngannou. That'll be a crazy fight as Tyson well. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. I yeah. thought he retired. A lot of boxers say they're retired. Oh, I the, thought he yeah, was retired. No, a lot of guys say that. Oh man, that's yeah. gonna be crazy. They, I, it's a promotional. He's thing. a tall guy. Huge, six nine, Jesus. six ten, something like He's that. He's got that show on Netflix now. Yeah, everybody's got funny. a show. Yeah, everyone's got a show. Yeah, I'm next. You, <laughs> honestly. I'm next. Danbury's already on the maps. Someone would be someone would be dumb not to have a show about Caesar Colado. Why not? Right? I think it'd be great. Yeah. You're. I mean, you're I talk per, a lot of personality. Man. I talk a lot. Why not? You're right? at Legends. You know, you're doing your thing. Like you're over here. You're over there. You're boxing. People forget we just had a you're man of the people. Man of the people. That's it. I'm working blue collar guy. Yeah. You're you know? a man of the people. Dude. Don't get me wrong. Oh, if I could be white collar, I could be, but. <laughs> Man, I love it, man. Yeah, I just love it. People forget though the what's that? I forgot the the true crimes, the show that came out, uh, the series that came out on Netflix about the the trashers. Yeah, had Tyson Fury wearing trasher jersey, Drake wearing trasher jersey. Yeah, true. I remember I went on a road trip to New Hampshire and I climbed Mount Washington, and I remember like at the top of the mountain, I was taking a break and I ran into these random people. We were chatting a little bit, and he was like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I live in Connecticut. I'm from, you know, Danbury. And he was like, oh, the trashers. And I was like, geez, <laughs> on top of a mountain, people even, you know, it's crazy how. That documentary. That documentary was, was so cool. Wild. Yeah. But it was every, but it was, it was so well done because yeah. it was so true. It was, I yeah. remember going to those games as a kid. Yeah. I remember all of it. And I remember my parents just being like, I can't believe we have this, like, <laughs> we have hockey like this, like right here. And Danbury, because my mom worked for the Hartford Whalers. Oh, wow. For eight years. Really? So, like, she knew professional hockey, you know? And so to have it, you know, where we were, you know, near us was so cool. And so we went, yeah, we went many, you know, many, I remember many times and watching the fights. And what was that famous, like, uh, that famous being section? Like, wow, hockey is just, <laughs> hockey is crazy. Like, what was it, the, the famous section where all the, like, the crazy fans were sitting? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, was it tr tr um, Trash or something? Or so, I just I remember know, it was like, like a special section. No, I, I know what you're talking about. The seating about. section where it was just like, it was just the yeah, crazy they, fans. They talk about it in the show. Yeah. yeah. No, I, oh, man, that was a. That was a crazy time. Crazy that was. Time. And a couple of the diehard fans who were on the documentary, I saw the San Gennaro. Yes. Just walking around. Yeah. I'm like, the guy with all the tattoos, I'm like, wow, that's the guy, that's the diehard Trashers fan that was on the documentary. It's so, yeah, that was so, so crazy. I don't know. Our just, small, our small, you know, just, uh, our small city, you know, small town to, yeah. you know, be on a, what was it? Top, it was top 10 on Netflix for a long time. Long time. 
wild and with the drake thing was nuts and that was then nuts. of course aj recently was on ian Bix's podcast and talked about that whole yeah thing that happened that was such a great uh he even was on the that was such a great interview on the uh, that football player the mcafee yeah pat mag pat yeah, mag yeah. he was on that. i remember he was on that too yeah yeah that's so great and uh it's so crazy how but I, I AJ, told AJ, I'm like, thank you. I'm like, you put Danbury on the map, dude. Like playing, like playing at Rogers Park is so cool because yeah. like you're in Danbury and Danny were put in the map. But it just feels cool, to like be there, just vibing out. Yeah, like Danbury. I don't know. It was cool. I mean, it's so cool because AJ is such a such a cool guy. Yeah, he seems where like it. if he was, if he had like just a small amount of ego, with all the buzz that was going around, it would be so crazy. But he's just humble guy he doesn't yeah, you know he's, he's, like, he's you know he's quiet doesn't really you know stays out of the light as much as we try to push him towards it you know it was funny yeah he during just, that trashers time we were actually like we were joking around like oh look at this we have celebrities i was pretending to you know ask for his autograph all that cool stuff oh that's great yeah he must have hated it hated it every minute <laughs> hated it oh man that's so funny <laughs> oh man yeah just ah oh, what a time man what a time and then of course uh, you know, Ian Bix documentary about, you know, everything that happened at Tuxedo Junction was on HBO. And yeah. So I, I didn't get to was, watch Dan, it. So Danbury was getting a lot of attention. You I know? didn't get and, to watch that one, the HBO one, but I heard about it. Yeah. And then and then during COVID with the John Oliver uh, Memorial Sewer <laughs> You're plant, wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the yeah. shirt. I had to I had to wear it. So I wore this at the San Gennaro Festival. Wow. And Mayor Esposito, I had run into him. I, have, I had run into him one time before. I didn't know if he, you know, remember me or not. So I saw him outside the his, you know, his tent. He was at the San Gennaro, you know. Yeah. High five and people said, hey. And I said, I said, hey, Mayor. He said, good to see you again. And I fisted, you know, put my fist out and he, you know, fist bombed me. But then he like looked at my shirt and he's just like, where'd you get that? You know, like, as you know, basically like giving me, you know, basically pointing and gave me a look like, where'd you get that? And, I, you know, because they weren't given out to the public. Yeah. So I was gifted this by by Joe Cavo when he took over for Mark Bowden. Oh, wow. He briefly okay. took, when, when Mark Bowden left, Joe Cavo was mayor for a brief term, I think yeah, about a like, year or so, something uh, like that. Th it felt like 10 year and minutes. A half. Yeah, yeah, it was very <laughs> quick. And um, so he, I had him on my podcast because I was living in Danbury at the time. And he was the first guest of season two. And I think it was like a week or two later, I got like a, a package in the mail. Mm. And it was this shirt. With like a letter from him saying like you know thanks for having me on your show like here's an exclusive like shirt because I t I I told him how I saw the shirts and I thought they were really cool yeah and I guess there were a few left so he's like here you go so I have like a a rare piece of Danbury look at that <laughs> so I wore it to San Gennaro and and Esposito gave me like the funniest look like where'd you get that you know it was just so funny and then and then Bowen of course showed up later but Danbury's just a special place I I really. I really feel that way. I feel like, you know, I know there's some people who are like, oh, Danbury, like, ugh, like whatever. I, yeah, I hate But I feel like if you if you don't really know Danbury, if you haven't really spent the time around it, you don't understand why it's special. Yeah. And just to me, I just think it's a special place. And I'll always, Danbury will always be like near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So I, I, we hear it every, you know, all the time where it's like, oh, it's, you know, people always say like, oh, this, you know, the basic stuff. It's like, oh, it's dead. You know, they wanted, you know, yeah, obviously D, these D are the people. Yeah. All this. But it's crime yeah, and Danbury's home. It's really not that. It's Danbury's really not yeah. as bad as people think it is. Danbury is, a, yeah. I don't know. And it's. <laughs> I grew up right next to you know in the nineties, right next to like Beaver Street, and it's as crazy as you know things. People, you know, local people, you know, they talk about things. It's, 
Danbury's home. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. you know, I love it. I love it. I, I personally, I'm in the housing market right now and I'm, I don't see myself leaving anywhere. You know, as crazy as things are, I'm, this is home. It's simple as that. It's home. Danbury's just so, yeah, it's a great spot. I mean, I'm from Newtown, went over to Danbury. Now I'm here in Brookfield. Look at you. Love Brookfield, but you know what? Missed, Brookfield's coming up. Kind of miss Danbury. Brookfield's coming up. All to the, be completely honest, though, kind of miss Danbury. Kind of wish I had stayed over there in Danbury by the New York border. You, I, I really liked it. I you did. Ma- I you did. make I it seem it. like you're in. A, you went to another country. Or no, right no. There. I just Brookfield is fine. I I, I love Brookfield a lot. Um, they've been great to me uh, here in the town. I have a lot of sponsors, you know, that mm-hmm. are in the area and stuff. And I I run a Brookfield Instagram page. Um, that I was almost a thousand followers that I that oh, wow. I did just out of the kindness on my heart, just to represent the businesses around here and wow. and and showcase what they're doing on stories and stuff like that. It's called Brookfield, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That's the Instagram handle. So I love it here, but sometimes I'm like, man, like I do miss being over by, over <laughs> over in the over in Danbury, man, because <laughs> it's like you said, it's just it's it's a great place and playing softball over there and everything like that. Love it's just, it. It's a great time. The Westerners being over there. You it's play like the fall. closest you get for baseball right now. Yeah. You know, we don't have the Bridgeport Bluefish anymore like we used to. I remember them and, growing up, yeah. You know, the, I know it's just two months, but those two months of Danbury Westerners baseball, it's not bad. I've I've I gotta say I've gone to a, I went to a few games this year mm-hmm. and I really I really enjoyed it. I'm friends with the general manager. He's a great guy. Um, and they're really trying to put Danbury Westerner baseball, you know, in a place where a lot of people can feel like, hey, you know, they can come down and enjoy some nice ball, you know, for couple months during the summer so and if you really want to have a good time in rogers park watch the heavy hitters that's the name of my softball team that's right the heavy it's, hitters. All, it's all a bunch of high school you know we all went to school together a bunch of friends division two or three right or two three uh we three, were i think we were just in the a league are you oh really because well, i i remember they, they they put uh yeah they put the Division two M one kind of together. Yeah. Which, you know, Danbury it was Industrial a, Softball League. Yeah. Had to, shout out to Shout the, out. <laughs> shout out to Dan Coakley. Yes. The, the God. The God. Runs the whole thing. But, <laughs> and then shout out to my team, the Smoking Bunts. Smoking Bunts. Three time champions of Danbury. Bragging. It's okay. But, uh, but no, well, I'm a war in lower division. We so. <laughs> uh we went to the we we, we but, made it to the championships tw- no three years in a row, but can never uh can never get it done. No worries. Ugh, next year. No worries. We're gonna take Brandon from you though. Any you know, as soon as we can. <laughs> <sighs> That's our guy. <laughs> no, That's he, our guy. He would never leave. He as much credit leave. as he gives me, he's the he's the guy. <laughs> he is the man. He would never leave. <laughs> this kid once got I if I remember the play correctly, he slid into second base and they went to tag him and the ball, like I just remember it hit him in the face. This dude's got like a busted nose, bleeding, and it was like only the second inning. My man stayed the whole game. Every couple of innings, he had to like stop some bleeding here and there. Played amazing triples, doubles, crazy plays at third base. Yeah, he's our guy. That's our guy. Yeah. Now, he's a warrior. When I played... Um, Brandon the Horse. That's his nickname, actually. Brandon Rosenberger. When I played um, big, big guy, I mean, just monster of a yeah. human. And w- when we played uh, baseball together, Newtown High School baseball team... We were on the freshman team together, uh, freshman year, and uh, I think it was the second or third game. He had hit like three home runs in a row. Jeez! To like left field, like monstering monster, like three fifty, three sixty. Yeah, and 
he eventually he was gone. Like we never saw him again. Like he just <laughs> <laughs> like he moved up and he was gone, and we never we never saw him again. Like he just he stroked a bunch of home runs, and that was it. He was gone. And he just was up in JV or varsity, and that yeah. was it. They had to so. put him. They had to, they had to put him with. Uh, he was tanking the ball, man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was awesome, but it was awesome to see. You know, especially as a you know I was pitching, so oh, where are the you? The run support was great, but um, but but yeah, man. So no, Brandon's the man. Shout out to shout out to Brandon Rose, Brandon Rosenberger, Brandon Brandon oh, yeah. Rose. <laughs> but uh, but back to boxing. One thing I want I really wanted to ask you was, what's the worst you've ever been injured or or hit? Um, with the word you know, because I know you're. It must be a lot to take. I mean, I, I after the fight, I always hear boxers say like the adrenaline's running, but once it wears off, like you're like, whoa. Yeah, all of a sudden you're sore. Face and, is yeah. just swollen and yeah. Well, luckily, uh, luckily I'm really good, so I don't get hit that much. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even those who are really good, they, you know, yeah, they take a knock or two. Like Rocky to be honest, you, I, you, I mean, it goes down to the training, but most of the punishment you take is really in the gym, but. Okay. That's kind of where you want to, oh, okay. you, you know, you want to get your butt kicked in the gym so that when it comes down, to, when it comes to the fight, you know, train hard, fight easy. It's old, you know, old school saying, but right. comes down to it, you, you know. And I mean, the craziest injury I had was in the Golden Glove tournament, the New England Golden Gloves tournament, where the first fight I had, mind you, this is the, I went, it, it was... It was 10 fights in order to win the Golden Glove. So I had to win week after week after week. But in the first fight, I got not knowing in during the fight, but I got hit in the ribs and fought well, you know, won, uh, advanced to the next round. But probably like five minutes after the fight, all of a sudden I had this excruciating pain on my left side and went to the doctors it was a bruised rib and it was either let the rib heal or and come get out of the you know the tournament or you know suck it up and just let keep it going ride, boy yeah just cowboy up and let's go <laughs> and yeah i pretty much fought the entire yeah the entire tournament up until like the last two fights where i was pretty much babying that injury but still having to fight that was and yeah, that's probably the worst injury I had, but still just kept it going. Wow. Poker face. You ever, you ever have a moment where someone hits you and you're like like you you kind of step back almost like the movies and you're like, whoa, like and you, you kind of like shake your head a little bit. And you get do back me- into it. you do, but in your in your own mind you do it because you don't want to let the other guy know. Sure. If it, you know, a lot of it's just poker face where you get hit and you're just like. You got to try to. Yeah. Just play it off. But shout out to my, another pro boxer in Danbury, Omar, Omar Bordeaux. Probably. Yeah, Vinny's brother. Vinny's brother. My your barber's bar- yeah, brother. Yeah, your barber's brother. I'm telling you, it's a close. It's a, I hear he's something else. He's a great fighter. I work with his father too. His father works at the company I work at. Omar Sr. In Brookfield. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He probably yeah. hit me the hardest. Out of all the, and I've, I've, I've sparred heavyweights, you know, guys way bigger than me, but he, that just a perfect technique, tight, tight left hook. I'll still, I still remember that day. My jaw was sore the next day. Like it hurt to eat. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And same thing, poker face. I had to put it on him too. Sure. <laughs> shout yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my boy, Omar. We go back <laughs> years, back to the Harambe, the Harambe center. We go back. I hear he's a killer too. Yeah. He, 
Last Sad. fight he had, he pretty much, yeah, knocked the guy out. I think it was like the fourth round. I can't remember too sure because I was ecstatic. You know, it's okay. Everybody at the at Champs, it's, it's another like extended family as well. We yeah. Everybody roots for each other. Yeah. Everybody supports each other. We go to everybody else. As, we try as much as we can, but to go to everyone else's fights. And yeah, it's... What about the Sicilian nightmare? My boy, Giuseppe Cusimano. That his last fight was in. He looks scary. Incredible. I don't know why anyone would want to get in a ring. With Big that guy. teddy bear, <laughs> sweetest guy you could. But yeah, well, no, I know. But do like, not let him. Yeah, <laughs> do not let him hit when you. <laughs> when, when it comes down to it, oh yeah. my gosh, like he's unbelievable, yeah. man. And watching him, um, you know, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, watching him just float around the ring and his like workouts just yeah. so effortlessly. I'm like, man, it reminds me of watching like Rocky montage. Videos. It's amazing. <laughs> A guy that oh big and being able to, you know, being that athletic is, uh, yeah, crazy, amazing. Crazy. Didn't didn't he just do? He won a big fight recently. Didn't he just he or something. Like, yeah, yeah. He fought. Uh, it was in Madison Square Garden at yeah. the theater. Yeah, where he was the craziest underdog. <laughs> I remember we were looking at like the, you know, the betting odds at the barbershop, and I think it was like a, you know, was, he was the the other guy was favored by like. I think it was like plus fourteen hundred or something like that. I don't, you know, I don't wow. bet too much, but yeah, he was a big underdog. And I remember I put <laughs> shout out to Joe for winning me like eleven $1 hundred dollars that night. I put a hundred bucks on him, and oh, nice, worked dude. out. Yeah, nice. I was, and it was. I remember where it was a the guy who was fight, fighting uh, Kaunaki, big, you know, big, uh, big name in the pole. He's a Polish guy. And it was full of you know Polish fans that night of uh, of Joe and uh, Kanaki's fight, and it was probably like a handful of us from Danbury, in a you know thousand people you know thousands of people rooting for the other guy, and you could hear a pin drop. Well, technically, you're hearing us cheer, like us ten guys, you know, from Danbury <laughs> in a sick. huge stadium when Joe, you know, MSG, yeah. yeah, when Joe knocked them out, it was amazing. Wow. Yeah, and winning eleven hundred bucks that night didn't help, you know. No, no, that was, that yeah, that doesn't hurt hurts. either. <laughs> never hurts. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was a great night. That's awesome. Yeah, what a what a what a specimen, man. Yeah, what especially specimen. when because I'm in the gym with, I, you know, I'm in the gym with him, watching how much work he puts in the just the sacrifices that he makes he's got kids you know he he's probably, not even from here he's not even from here but we he we, chose, he we adopted chose him to be here. yeah he's from here now, you know he's, yeah he's a damn barrier now what is it like south carolina north carolina virginia oh virginia yeah okay okay, okay. yeah gotcha the sicilian nightmare the yeah. sicilian nightmare yeah, yeah i would that was a big that was that a big night for him. Wild. Yeah. That guy is wild. <laughs> I would love to meet him, man. That'd be sick, but like, oh my gosh, just what a what a beast. Yeah. Good for him, man. No, and it was just, great. And it's just cool. And it's just another another individual who's putting Danbury on the map. Yeah. Because of AJ Galante and AJ. Him really starting everything, man. And just, I don't man. I I still remember like how I jumped on AJ's back and he gave me a piggyback ride around like Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> what just at P one by knockout? That's amazing. It was crazy. Uh, it was literally just ten of us in a stadium full of thousands that of people. That should be a documentary. It was amazing. Oh. Love to see that video. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's funny too because when you go to boxing events, people are so passionate about the person that they're rooting for. So I mean, granted, we're in there and it's thousands of people rooting for the other guy. You know, we're kind of like, yeah, you know, we're show here to show Joe support. All of a sudden, Giuseppe knocks the 
Kalnaki down in the first round. And from going just like humble to we're just happy to, you know, watch him fight, we are be so we were screaming out of the top of our lungs. Let's yeah, go. First dog. round, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Talk to me about your fight earlier this year when you knocked a guy out. It was a fight where I'm pretty sure I saw it was like either he knocks me out or I knock him oh, out. Oh, yeah. And that's the only way it ends. And then you end up knocking him out. Yeah, second round. And then you walk out and there's Chaz Palminteri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fought in, uh, it was in Mayo Pack at the Villa Barone. It's a, uh, you know, catering hall that they yeah. you know, have over there where, yeah, it was, uh, it was supposed to be my last amateur fight. And what was that? Well, what, what what month was that? I forget. That was, uh, I believe, April. April, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, it was a Golden Glove champion from Puerto Rico. And, you know, he was hitting, you know, sending me some stuff through Instagram where it's like, hey, listen, you, I'm coming to knock you out. And I was like, all right, well, then, hey, don't, don't, don't be surprised if a right hook comes back at you. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's how it started. That's how it started. That's he was amazing. just so I was just like, okay. And then his people talk to your people. Does it have to have like, like is there like a contract or no, like, no, because it's amateur. Or so he it's just like, comes over and he's just like, let's go. Yeah, I mean, with amateur stuff, it's really just who wants to sign up for okay. a specific event. Okay. And you know, when everybody kind of just throws their names in a hat and then they kind of match you up regarding weight classes, and okay, if we got a guy your weight class, all right, and then you guys are gonna fight. And he threw his name into that event. I was, you know, I wanted to fight that in that event as well. Just so happened that he, Golden Glove champion from Puerto Rico, we're in the same weight class. All right. And next thing you know, he hits me up through Instagram and I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? This is like, this is an amateur show. Like, it's not that serious. We're not going to be on TV or anything. And uh, yeah, definitely put more motivation in me. And, and yeah. I saw you kind of like toying with him a little bit. Oh yeah, because I saw the first round. He, you were really like, yeah. He, I was laughing so hard a, when yeah. I saw that video. Oh, like, of course. You were like, I kind. Like, I mean, I hit me. Like, yeah, try. Like, he, try yeah, the first like, round. Usually, like the way I fight, first round, I try to see what the other opponent has, kind of pick up on their little mannerisms, on their habits, what they're good at, what they're you know, and then just go from there. First round, I saw. I was like, you're not on, you dude. You're not on my level. And second round, it was just like, that's it. I, so not only, I, I mean, I'm not like a showboat kind of guy, but that guy just no, kind of, he got into my, yeah. He, well, you say that because you, <laughs> that was sarcastic. You know me from the barbershop. I talk a lot. <laughs> but that. No, no, you're a humble guy. I guess. Until I, you know. You're definitely humble until guy. Until a guy, you know, lights a fire under my butt and then I want to. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's understandable. Competition, right? Yeah, competition. That's it. Exactly. It's like I said, it's either me or him and I yeah. prefer it not to be me. So he came over from Puerto Rico. He flew over. Well, I. Or was he already no, here? No, I, I mean, I don't, I didn't really know too much about him. Gotcha. I just, uh, you know. He just showed up and that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know if he's from Danbury or from New York. I mean, not oh, Danbury. Gotcha. I don't know if he's from Connecticut or New York or. Have you flown anywhere? Have all your fights been in the United States? So, so far. Yeah. So far in the United States. But so this, this fight coming up is the first time you're going to fly out. Yeah. First one. Uh, so champs did, how did that come to be? Do you have management? Like how does that yeah, work? Yeah. It's they. you know, you think same thing. Shout out to AJ again. He finds, okay. you know finds cool, you know, amazing places for us to, you know, show our skills and fight cool. well and be well treated. And yeah, Columbia is going to be uh, September 22nd. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Damn, dude. I'm training hard. So I'm pray for the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, will. I forgot his name right now. Cause I'm, okay. No but worries. He, the, my opponent. So I'm going to be honest. I'm 32. 
Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm getting into 31. Jeez. I'll be no. 32 this year. Look at you. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Class of uh, what? 2010. 2010. Okay, nice. Uh, so I got into boxing, like professional fighting late. But so we're pretty much kind of like going full throttle. The guy I'm fighting, he was actually a former Olympian for Colombia. You know, he fought for Colombia in the Olympics. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot which year, but it's not. Yeah, he's not going to be a cake. You know, this guy's, you know, he's a little older. I think he's like 38. Not going to. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. No, he's I definitely got to I definitely got to come ready. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, I don't, I don't know how many Olympians, you know, but I don't really know too many, <laughs> especially for boxing, you know, <laughs> that's why I give you that look. I'm yeah. like, I'm like Olympian. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know many Olympians. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the odd. Kind I'm an of, Olympian in my own mind. There you go. Yeah. Same with me. I'm a professional singer in the shower, you know, <laughs> put on a concert, you know, me too. concert of one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sold out crowd. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm so, a, I'm one of the odd kind of fighters where I don't really I don't really do too much research on my opponents. Okay. Um, because like next thing you know, I, I I just like overwhelm myself trying to prepare, you know, add to the preparation that I'm already doing. So I kind of just I trust my trainers. Cool. I mean, I trust them with my life. You know, pretty much is boxing. Yeah, of course. But I let them, you know, search my opponents up, see what they're good at, what they're not good at. Give you a lowdown. Yeah, let them work out a game plan. And uh, yeah, they. I listen to them and I just perform. So, Rocky Balboa is the Italian stallion. What What do they call you, or do you not have one of those names? They. I mean, if you spend enough time at the barbershop, they got a bunch of funny nicknames for me. But so <laughs> do, far, do you have a name that you get called when you walk in, or no? The, just Caesar Colado, or the machine is the one that's been sticking the most. Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace. The Emperor Julius. Well, you know, a bunch of. <laughs> So Call me your, a bunch of stuff. So what's your name? What, what is the, it right now? Well, originally it's La Machina, which in Spanish translates to the machine. That's and cool. Yeah, I don't. I like that. I, I'm. It could be, could be worse, but you know how it goes with nicknames in sports. You don't really get to pick your nickname. The nickname gets given yeah. to you. My uh, my buddy's a pro wrestler, and his name is El Oso Blanco Bruno, <laughs> the um, white bear. His yeah, and uh, uh, he used to be called the Meadowlands Monster. Ooh, that's a cool one. But I guess someone else had a similar name that just became um, that just went into like uh, AEW or oh okay one of the one of the you know ones that's on TV. Yeah, I, I'm not too big into wrestling, but but he's seven feet tall, seven feet seven foot one. Jeez, and he's a absolute monster. He actually was the bodyguard for Sting for a little while back in the day. Sting the um, the wrestler, or the, the wrestler, singer? yeah. Oh wow, the wrestler. That's and, cool. Um, wow, and, and yeah, um, cool dude. Does a lot of uh, um, uh, uh, bouncing, of does course, he? and does in private security. I'm of, sure. Of, yeah, of I'm, course. I'm sure people cooperate. <laughs> but with him, uh, huh? yeah, he's he's unbelievable. <laughs> Seven. I'll feet. have to show you like a photo of him like, uh, when we're done because he's just uh, like a freak. But I'd pick him um, for basketball too, not but, only wrestling. But there's video of him just like jumping off the top wire, like to jump, you know, land on someone, and I'm like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> like, Let's be honest, but. People give a lot of, you know, I remember, I mean, I, obviously I grew up watching wrestling, uh, 
not as much as I'd wanted to because my mom wouldn't really let us do it because anytime we'd see something on TV, obviously, oh, like it's any definitely other choreographed. Yeah. I'm not saying it's real, but but big shout out to wrestlers, but man. Yeah. The fact that they're that, but they're but they're but they are athletes. Ridiculous because like, the stamina and the fact that they just jump off of the turnbuckles and land. And, oh, it's yeah. crazy. No, no, I'm not. I'm not crazy. Um, big shout out to wrestlers. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, doubting that. The no, effort. the effort is is above and beyond. Yeah, of course it's like choreographed, but that's what's great about it. Like. I That's mean, what's special about it, and even if it's even if it's not, I still remember. You know, matter. Brock Lesnar, three hundred pounds, jumping off turnbuckles and landing on people. I'm like, how do you do that and walk? You know, <laughs> and I get, and this is coming from a guy who gets punched. This is, how do you oh, the ladder that? matches. Oh like, gosh, there's a lot of matches that they do that I'm just like, how do you walk out of that? Like, how do you? <laughs> you know, I don't get. Forget it. that it's stage. Forget that it's yeah. court, well, all that. But it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Ric Flair was my favorite when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Woo. Yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I was so excited. That's my dad's favorite, so I was, you know. But let's give a shout out to the old guys too, because the fact how how was it like Ric Flair was still wrestling at what like 70, 60 years old? Yeah, you know it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> feel like watching some. Feel like watching some highlights right now. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> but uh, but back to your fight. When when do you expect to to get there? Are you gonna get there a little early so you can spend we, some time training there? Or yeah. Not? So okay. September twenty second is a Friday, so we plan on getting. Uh, We're about in Colombia, Santa like, Marta. It's okay. on the the north. Co- it's on the coast. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> when the, when when they offered me that fight, we're like, hey, if you want to make your pro debut in Colombia, I was like, come on. It's better than you know. You bringing family? Is family coming out? Is it going to be like? There's a couple people that think? say they're going. We'll okay. see. You know. Okay. We'll see when it comes when the, when the time comes to it, how committed they are. Okay. Yeah, but it should, it's going to be a great time. I'm going to try to see. We're working in a. I'm not like too up to date regarding like you know, software media and stuff like that. But we're going to try to see if we could actually like be able to stream it where people can watch it i you know i don't know five ten bucks or whatever that they'll have to, you know to pay but you know throw some viewing parties up in danbury yeah imagine local that. restaurants shut or down pippas or, or something right? oh my god yes. yeah that'd be crazy tk's or something tk like, yeah like yeah what are you uh that's let's go awesome. all right let's let's settle this debate tk's or pippas for guarding wings oh man yeah we're um, gonna do this you know to be honest like i really love them both and i i might have to slightly go with that's a Danbury debate right there. Oh, Pippers or Pippers or TKs. You know, so so here's the thing. So when I lived in Danbury, I went to Pippas all the time. Yep. And softball, yep. we, we were going to Pippas all the time. Yep. And then one day we decided to go to TKs after softball, which was somewhat recently. Mm. And we just, you know, I don't know, just they're good. <laughs> it, it's really, you know, it's really good. The, the sauces are different. Like Pippas have better sauces. Yeah. But you know what? One thing that I will say, and this isn't a slight at Pippa's or for a reason for people not to go, and this is something they've actually acknowledged, mm-hmm. that their wings are a little bit smaller than TK's. And mm-hmm. I do like how TK's are a little bit bigger. They're more of like a normal size wing. Yeah. No not an, you know, no offense again to Pippa's because when you have Pippa's wings, they're still solid. They're still great. I always get the, the, the I always a, get 12. There's a reason there's a debate. Or 24 or something like that. There's a reason there's a debate. You don't, but, you know? But I think... I think Pippa sauces, the the Gold Rush, it's gold like one rush. of my favorites there, the Gold Rush. Um, and then TK's has a lot of sauces I like, like the Maui Wowie, which is really good. Mm. But to be honest, I think at the end of the day, like you can't really go wrong. Can't go wrong. 
There's a reason that it's a debate. They both have yeah. TVs in every booth. Yeah. Like they both have great wings. They both have great ambiance. They both have great owners. They both have great service and people. I'm glad you made that so, point because I, I feel like that's what kind of makes it special is like the home kind of cozy like ambiance feeling. Oh that yeah, you I get. always feel like I'm home. It's a, it's yeah. just you don't want to leave. You know, you feel time, so comfortable. Half the time I go into um I go into Pippa's and and Roberto Alves, the Democratic yeah. uh, yeah. uh uh who um the Democrat who runs for yep. for mayor every so often. He's always in there with his family. Yep. Almost all the time. Yep. And I'm like, man, it feels great to be here, you know. It's just I, like, I actually saw him there actually when uh the Knicks, I went I'm a big Knicks fan, uh went to Pippa's to uh to watch them in the playoffs and yeah, Roberto was there as well. Yeah, yeah, we were slapping high fives every time. Yeah, every time they were score, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's a great spot. I mean, so so at the end of the day, I feel like um, either way, yeah, you really can't go wrong. You can't. It's just the size of the wing, which which at the end of the day is not a slight because Pippa's has acknowledged it. Yeah, um, people have you know wrote reviews like love it, but their wings are small, and they're like, well, these are the wings. That it we is have. what it is. And I'm like, you know what? The fact that they acknowledge it, and they're like. <laughs> This is what we do. This is what we rock. Like, you got to appreciate it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I love both. Love both. I love both. Yeah. So it's like, really which, it's like which arm to, you know, which arm to cut off, you know? Yeah. It's like <laughs> TK's always great to me. Pippa's always great to yeah. me. So it's like, they had uh, either way, you can't go wrong. And Pippa's is closer to the field. So I go, I go to, I'll admit, I go to Pippa's more uh, just because like, I live closer to them. I live closer to TK's. There you go. But I, the one, I remember it was uh, the Ugly American Burger. That they 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 I don't know if they still serve it, but I remember uh, I went a couple times and I had it, delicious. But then from Pippa's, I always get my California wrap. It's like a somewhat healthy, you know, somewhat healthy meal. That, nice, you know, when you're a, <laughs> when you're a, you got to stay strict to a diet. You know, you picking and choosing when you can. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, the, I noticed that with other like uh, with other athletes, we don't really do cheat days. We do like once in a blue cheat meals. Gotcha. So when you could pick, you know, when it's when you're picking your cheat meal, you, you <laughs> you're picking something that's gonna it's gonna count. Nice. So when this fight's over, yeah. Do you have any plans? Are you gonna like do a trip? You're just gonna come home and go back to normal? Like you're gonna celebrate? Like what are you thinking? Like win lose? Like what are you thinking? Well, I plan on. Obviously, you plan on winning. I not only win. I plan on <laughs> I plan on smacking this guy pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying that because I'm in fight mode. Right, Normally, I just be like, yeah, I hope I you know do good. But I'm in yeah. I'm in fight mode. I'm yeah. not eating what I want just to. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. take out any little frustrations. I'm gonna take it on, on this guy, yeah. and I'm sure he's gonna be doing the same thing. And that's the that's the name of the game. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're not training to do anything else but to to put on a really good performance. But that's kind of what makes going to Columbia pretty cool is that get there, fight, and then have like three or four days to just, you know, enjoy, and enjoy think that about area. It, you're probably not going to have too many people in your on your side when you're fighting, so it's going to be even more motivating. It's going to be funny. You're in enemy territory. I'm in enemy territory. This is like Rocky Four. Yeah. And you're I'm fighting pretty, Drago. Yeah. And you're over in Russia, dude. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the more I think about it, not the more- that that's realistic yeah, at all. No, no. It's going to be, it's pretty much going to be like that. We've got but, a former Olympian. But yeah. In his hometown, well, there you and go. Actually, yeah, there you, you know, go. Yeah. I'm sure he's not gonna like it that I'm going there to, you know. No, he's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna want. You he's to not gonna want. Yeah, come in and you know, fighting in front of his family, his friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's this gringo coming over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who does he think he is? Yeah, you know? he's a barber. Oh, come on. Yeah, he's thinking. 
Who knows yeah. what he's thinking, but he's already looked you up. He's like, oh, what does he do? Just cut hair. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. What is he, a softball player? Oh, yeah. Easy. No. <laughs> Plays for the heavy hitters. The like, heavy hitters. Shout that? out. What's that? Like back to the heavy hitters point. Yeah. For anybody that wants a good time, have a good time. Oh wait, wait, wait. He's at champs. Oh wait, the trashers. Yeah. Oh, heavy hitters. No. That might be. <laughs> he might be seeing that and be seeing a like you're a part of that, and he might be like, oh okay, maybe yeah. this is a little not yeah. Right. Yeah. Coming with the whole trashers bad crew. Boys, yeah, little bad boys. Little bad. Yeah. What I do here? No, you're good. You're I'm good. good. Microphone's yeah, good. You're good. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, if anybody wants to have a good time, come check out the heavy hitters at uh, Rogers Park where I we're like the one team where like we kind of bring our own kind of like fans come to watch us play because it's all a bunch of friends and yeah. just local people. So it's, you know, this, it's the, the, best. the stands is it's hilarious. You got people playing crazy music, hookahs going on. It's a, it's a show. It's hilarious. Yeah, Danbury's wild. It's wild. I love it, though. I love a lot it. of hookahs. A lot of hookahs. <laughs> a, lot so, of, a lot of weed smoke. Since when I, I'm trying to, I'm, you, you'll just I'll be at shortstop and I'll just be like, oh, yeah, man, yeah, smells like a lot of weeds being yeah. smoked somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always like, every smells game. like the, smells you, like the bus when back when I was in high school. <laughs> you can't, yeah, you, you can't go through a game without you know just like oh okay, hey there, hey, catch a little secondhand buzz. Why hey not? Now. Hey now, <laughs> I'm playing softball. Yeah, but yeah, man, that's hilarious. It's funny, good old Danbury man. Funny hookahs. Since when is it that hookahs? Like it's a Middle Eastern, you know, yeah. activity. Since when is it that Dominicans like took over, <laughs> took over the hookah scene? Since when did that happen? Not sure. I mean, all my cousins, all my you know Dominican friends. Like the last all, time I'm ever. Like, since when did this happen? The last time I ever ripped a hookah was like 2012, 2013. You're at a Dominican um, baby shower, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, Dominican wedding. I had some friends that. Um, really like to drive down to Fairfield, Connecticut. Mm. And there was a hookah place called Sky Hookah. Not mm. sure if it's still there. They might the name the, the name might have changed by now. But uh we went there almost every weekend and they just loved hookah. And so I was just like, all right, I'm like hookah too. Hey. They like, you know, peer pressure. No, when in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> nothing better. No, but no. Um but no, I mean I'm sure the guys listening to this, they they knew who they are and um we had a great time. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. We always used to go to the diner after a new town. Um I don't you know as we got back. But uh, yeah, I don't know, and uh, who, and then after that, like who I didn't see hookah was too popular. But now, like yeah, now recently, like not only do I see people in the parking lot and in the stands ripping hookah, but I have friends who are like, oh, I'm ripping my hookah when we're playing like video games and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you have a hookah? Like, yeah, yeah, packing my hookah right now. And I'm like, I'm okay, like, oh, I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, yeah, for me, it was like, it was okay, but it was never something like I'm just gonna, you know, it, it wasn't like a thing where it was like I'm gonna do that at home, yeah, by, yeah, by myself. Um, not that I have anything against it. Like I, th I definitely thought it was like interesting, but just something, just not really something that you know. We have one guy on our team where he's uh, his name Franklin, where he pretty much shows up. I remember he showed up one time with a hookah, a, a lit hookah in his backpack, and I'm like, dude, what kind of science project do you like? Do you got there? Because it, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I've seen crazy it's like it's in like burn like light his backpack on I don't, fire. yeah I, I don't know it's i mean so granted it, it seemed like it wasn't the first time that he did it he knew he kind of knew what he was doing but right I, I mean you go on youtube or anything like you see some funny stuff man people driving while smoking hookah i'm like how do you <laughs> it's crazy yeah but yeah so what's your record my record um my amateur record i believe it was if i can remember i was 20 and two and but we're on to 
you know, professional starting zero zero. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You ever been knocked out? No. In the gym, just a couple no, times. No, just no or not no decision, but just uh, judges' decisions. Yeah, just judges' decision. But uh, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, you know, smacked a couple times in the body here and there at the gym. But okay, yeah, I rather, I rather in the gym. Like you than, said, rather in the gym. Rather in the gym than when it counts. Yeah. What keeps you motivated to keep uh, performing at this level and continuing to fight and continuing to push? You know, a great question, actually. Um, I actually, it's one of these weird things where um, uh, you watch a lot of like motivational videos, David Goggins, you know, just for reference, watch a lot of Joe Rogan, I'm stuff just, like that. I'm finishing up his book, Can't Hurt Me. Yeah? Yeah. Wow, it's, yeah. That's an intense guy, but <laughs> I remember, <there> w- <laughs> my buddy warned me when I was about to read the book, he's like, just so you know, like you don't have to do what you this don't guy have to does. do this. Please <laughs> like, do not. Yeah, please don't do this. Please. He's inspirational, but please don't think that this is what no. you have to do to like no. figure things out. And I'm Me like, and, uh, and I'm like, what? And then I start reading. And I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm never doing this. You, if you ever want to know why people like, you know, like you like your friend said, do not follow yeah. Google his feet. Just Google his feet and the amount of miles that he runs and just destroys his knees, his feet. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, take it with a- <laughs> Those videos of him just talking while he's running. Yeah, no for music. That long, I'm like. No music, no nothing. Just him and his crazy mind. I'm like, oh, man. That's, intense. That sounds terrible. Intense. But hey, if it works for you. But yeah, he, uh, I remember he, there was like a, I mean, granted, like, you know, I, if I go deep down, I just different probably motivations, but. He there was a video where he put up where he said that, you know, when he, you know, I'm not a religious person, but he said once, he, you know, when you when your life's over and you're at the pearling gates and you're thinking back all the potential that you could have, you know, all the potential you had, all the things you could have accomplished, all the, you know, things that you could have done. Why look back and say, oh, you had the capability of achieving this or achieving that. But for whatever reason, it didn't go for. So I figure while I'm able, while I'm young enough, why not just go for go for greatness? Why not? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm and, gonna I'm gonna stay humble now, but then yeah, once I get a couple wins, I'm gonna be calling out a not so much humbleness is gonna be coming from me. I'm gonna be calling out a no lot worries. of big names. No worries. Yeah. I love it. And I can't wait to see it. Thank you. Um and I'll I'll try to be in some fights for sure. Yeah. I'll get you a ticket. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, that'd be that'd be great, man. <laughs> that'd be that'd be <laughs> that'd be fantastic, man. But uh what what are some, you know, growing up, what are some boxers that inspired you? Did you have any that you watched when you're like, man, I just love that guy? I was um I kind of noticed that with other guys that are boxers where you don't really because uh, you don't really some guys definitely have their favorites but I remember just just respect for all of them. You always pick up any little thing you can, you notice any you know any special things that separate other fighters from another so you kind of pick up on stuff like that and you're able to admire what other guys do. Um but I mean, I'm left-handed, I fight left-handed. Southpaw. So any other guys that were Southpaw, you know, that fight left-handed, I always looked at them. You're and left-handed? Just to, yeah, left-handed. You throw right, though. No. Well, and you, I fight and left-handed. Hit. Yeah, I fight left-handed, but I'm right. right yeah, I'm right-handed, but I fight left-handed. How did that come to be? Rocky. No way. Rocky. I remember growing up watching Rocky movies and just imitating, you know, his stance. And I was, you know, 
Wow. Yeah. I went to How the funny when I had the rock. I had rock, Rockies on right now. Rocky three, yeah. Labor Day, Labor Day, yeah. Labor oh, they're Day, doing the marathon, Day. right? Yeah, they're doing a marathon. Yeah, yeah. that's I, so funny. I I love Rocky growing up too. Who doesn't? Yeah. But I knew I was never going to be able to be a boxer. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just kind of had it in my head. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to be able to 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 withstand being hit. Yeah. I just I'm like I don't know. You got to have that dog in you, and I guess I just don't. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I so I give you like props, man. Like I'm, Thank you. I'm very uh, I'm very um you know curious, and that's why I wanted to chat with you. I mean, it's just it's not a yeah, it's not a sport that a lot of people every, yeah, yeah a lot like, of people don't really come up. You it's know, like, yes, I, I want to get my you know I want to get <laughs> fucking beat. Like yeah. yeah, like not saying you get beat because if you're good, you don't necessarily get beat, but you're still gonna take some shots. It's one of the funniest sports, actually, if you think about it, where. You or even if you win, where you don't take any shots. Is, is oh that yeah, happened? I've yeah. There's fights I've. There's my last fight. I don't. Just, I don't think I even got hit once. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. That's amazing. It's yeah. It's a great feeling actually when you're in that first round and you see Float what like the other guy guys like a bee, and you're right? just like yeah this is yeah. gonna this is gonna be smooth let's see nice yeah nice it's a good feeling so growing up watching Rocky, Rocky yeah watching Rocky made me want to fight left handed. That's wow. I and remember did it too. Take a lot to learn how to because no. I mean, you're dominant, right? No, it's no? it's other fighters have done Man, it. I feel I, like know. for me because like I'm just so I'm just so dominant, right? Yeah, now. I don't know. Especially playing baseball, you you know you figure you're, you know throwing the the right hand from back here. You're not you know the hand the the front hand isn't necessarily like considered the power hand. The hand in the back is the one that's going to really carry the power. But for whatever reason, it just it just felt more comfortable with it. I remember at the Harambe Center, uh, where the trainer, the guy who ran it, Bill Curtis, he when I started, he asked me, he's like, "What are you, right-handed or left-handed?" Well, well, he actually asked the other kid first, "What are you, right-handed or left-handed?" And the kid was like, "No." He asked, "What hand do you use?" to eat with what hand do you have the spoon with <laughs> and the kid said oh right-handed so then he put him in the right-handed stance comes to me asked me the same question i messed around a little bit right-handed and i was like i didn't feel right standing in the left hand you know fighting in the left-handed stance felt more comfortable i lied to him i told him yeah i eat with my left hand <laughs> and ever since then i just Damn. you know just trained so you're lefty yeah and, and lefties in in boxing, they're more dangerous, right? You aren't they? Aren't isn't that the the statistically you have um, an advantage, an advantage yeah. because the majority of fighters are right-handed. Yeah. So fighters don't necessarily. So they're they're going to be coming here. Yeah. And you're already like over punches, here. Yeah. Punches coming. Like, punches coming from different angles. Yeah. It's not like you're going to connect. Yeah. I mean. It's it's what makes it more. Not that you would, but yeah, no. What makes it more of an advantage is that there are, you know, just the human population. There's more right-handed people than left-handed. Same thing goes in boxing. More right-handers than left-handers. So when you, more likely, you're fighting people that are right-handed. So you're not fighting as many left-handed fighters. So generally, you're not getting that kind of. You're not used to seeing the punches coming from that angle. When you're left-handed, everybody you're fighting is right-handed. So you're comfortable while the other guy's kind of, you know, figuring out, you know, he's still trying to download and process what's going on while you already got a couple, you know, punches right. in on him. Right. Yeah. That's awesome, man. 
just so happens that it's an advantage, but that's so cool. Yeah. That's so when cool. I started off, I didn't know. <laughs> Years ago, I was working at Caraluzzi's, and the guy making sushi was throwing punches, like just in the air, you know, just throwing, you know, shadow practicing. Bo- shadow I, boxing? Yeah, because he he was in, he, I think he did, um, I don't know, he did like Taekwondo and some other different things, and I mm. think he was just kind of like messing around. So I started throwing punches, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, you're not extending your arm. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, what do I got to do? And he's like, you got to go like this. And I'm like, and he, and he was showing me how like, I was going like that, Yeah. but I wasn't fully extending. He's like... You yep. gotta, you yep. gotta snap like yep. fully extend and snap. You gotta turn the hand over. And that was the first time I like learned actually to to throw a punch. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I thought all this time I was just like boom, 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 you know, going like this. And he's like, no, you gotta, you gotta fully extend your arms. And was really showing me how to throw a punch. And I was just like, that was when I when I first learned. So is that kind of how it is? was? He right on that? Like, yeah. No. It's it's as much as you know people. You know, I'm goes, already tired just going like, you know, just <laughs> going like that. You know. For those who can't see, I'm throwing a couple of punches. I'm, already, for those, I'm exhausted. Uh, my arms already hurt. I'm ready for bed. For those SpongeBob fans, it's just, it's technique, technique, <laughs> technique. That's all it is. Just technique. SpongeBob fans. Yeah. I love it. Shut up. <laughs> technique. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it starts off in the feet. The, the, the power transfers up from, from your legs. You twist your torso. Then kinetic energy through the arms. And then finishes off like kind of like a whipping effect when you turn you know you twist your hips turn your hand over that that full-on extension is what generates more power and it at the same time it makes the punch more efficient as well if you do the technique right more you you hit harder and you use less energy to throw the punch making it more efficient meaning you're able to throw it more often you know and that's kind of you know if you're in a fight you want to be able to (laughs) Throw as many punches as you can effectively as well. God forbid you throw a couple punches and that's it. You're gassed out. Then you're really in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. What's your best move? I mean, Uppercut, we're on, jab. I mean, you want me to, on a famous podcast like that, you want me to throw out the secrets? <laughs> <laughs> no, being a... No, no. Like any not. other athlete, any other sport. What do you love to do? You like the uppercuts? Just like, boom, I mean, uppercut it's, someone, just watch them lie out on the ground? I mean, if whatever works, it's just whatever works. <laughs> or yeah. just jab, jab. Yeah, jab, it's one of other. I mean, is it true you stick, stick, you know, stick and move? Stick if and you move. got a guy who's who's, who's bum rushing you, he's you know move, just a bulldog. You gotta yeah. yeah, you gotta adjust. And I think that's what makes me uh, one of the better characteristics of my fighting style is just being able to adjust. Where depending on because everybody fights differently, styles, you know. As much as, you know, it's it's kind of based on individual, but there's an old saying in boxing called styles make fights. So depending on what style the opponent has, you're either going to like, you got to either adjust and, you know, figure out what the better game plan is in order to, you know, get the win. But that's what I feel is probably my best skill set is just being able to, to adjust to whatever the other guy has. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Some guys you got to... <laughs> some guys you got to move because they just no matter how hard yeah some guys could take shots and That's then other great, guys man. they're just naturally just move more and then you know you got to go after them yeah those Hell guys yeah. Yeah, those guys are annoying too the guys that run around a lot because then you got to just chase them around but yeah. <laughs> yeah but it is what it is you ever yeah. do the rocky and try to wear him down you know let him throw let him try to like throw and try to just like you know dodge oh, man, and let, let him let him tire themselves out and then just go in for the kill it sounds good in theory until you're actually <laughs> it's almost every rocky yeah, movie does that yeah it's just, 
he just wears everything and by the end he's like he's got like ex- so, insane memory and hearing loss those and, are like, those classic oh my god classic americana so movies, unrealistic I, yeah, growing up it. i'm like this is boxing yeah. this is this rules <laughs> like they're like no. literally jabbing themselves in the face like as hard as they can it's crazy and i'm like there's no way and then i remember i got older and i was watching it one day and my dad's like you know that that's not real no because if it was they'd be dead mm-hmm. and i'm like what and then that's when i was like oh yeah yeah especially you know drago what is he in real life like six three six four a guy like that the hitting amount you? of times oh, my God, he was hitting right yeah forget it come on but oh my I remember now that you mentioned that, I don't know oh. if you remember that show back on Discovery Channel, Mythbusters. Yeah, of course. There was one episode that was fixed out where they pretty much tried to debunk uh, the movie Home Alone, where if the the robbers, if the intruders would actually be able to survive all the, you know, uh, all, the, all the different traps, all and the stuff. traps and, the, the, you know, yeah. Kevin McAllister was hitting them with. Yeah. And yeah, they would they would have been dead. Just the iron, <laughs> the iron falling on, you know, what's his name? Lloyd? I don't know. I forgot his name, but the iron fall, yeah. falling on his face yeah. in the basement. Yeah. That would have, yeah. he wouldn't have been able to walk for after that That's one. Hilarious. But yeah. But you love That's those so movies. That's why those movies are cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. No, 100%, man. Imagine if Rocky got hit one time and that's it. it was, you know, the movie wouldn't be the movie. Of course. Of course not. And then, of course, one of the best parts was when the uh, Hulk Hogan showed up. Thunder lips. Um, and just, yeah. <laughs> tremendous, man. Rocky is special. I love it. I love should, it, man. I love it. After the podcast, we should watch. Yeah, I'm going to turn it on. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure four. Going. I'm sure four will. Three will either just be ending or four will just be starting. Mm. Um, one or the other. You have but, a favorite, uh, favorite Rocky movie? Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Um, wow. You know what? I'd probably have to say Rocky <clears throat> one or two. One or two? Okay, that's good. Uh, just OGs, dude. Yeah, where no. it all started. You yeah. know what I mean? Four is great. Don't Four get me wrong. Good. Four is great. But one and two is great. The opening scene of two is one of my favorites. When they're going to the hospital and that music's playing in yeah. the background, like love that. Yeah, like, yeah, that and it's that. it's actually pretty cool because it's not. I mean, from my from the way I see, remember the movies where it wasn't so much about the movies were so much about like the fight itself. It goes more on like the family aspect and yeah. like the the scenes, the the, the training, the, the training, and the. Like the the behind the scenes stuff that like you know the normal person would go through, plus having to train for a fight, which was yeah. you know, got you know. a montage, yeah, <laughs> montage. But no, no, absolutely amazing, man. Um, yo, this has been great. We've actually gone way over an hour, and we're I'm looking to you know we're looking to wrap up. So I've got a couple more things I want to ask you. And go one of those for things it. Fire is, away. One of those things is so far right now with your boxing career. Um, you know, what do you think is your your highest moment so far for you? My highest moment so far, other than or something you're really proud of, definitely the uh, New England Golden Glove Championship that I won. Uh, that was pretty crazy because it was just it was you're fighting the best in in New England, uh, you know the best guys in your weight class. And at my weight class, I had 140 pounds. You're gonna get all types of fighters. You're gonna get guys that are fast, guys that are solid. They're strong. They hit hard. Uh, so it's. It, it it was that was a crazy moment um looking back at it because yeah i fought i fought 10 times in like 2 months um so yeah it was just that was probably my highest moment so far 
because so far Santa Marta, Colombia, so much more September twenty second. That's gonna be uh, that's so gonna be pretty cool. So much more to go, man. Yeah, so much more to go. Yeah, that's tremendous, man. That's yeah. great. Well, listen, thanks for coming on the show. I got one more question to ask you before you go, and it's a question I ask all my guests. Okay, uh, when they join me on the podcast, and that is, um, you know. If you ever get a chance to go to New Haven, Connecticut, of course, we know that Connecticut is, you know, the pizza capital of the world. Yeah. And uh, when you get a chance to go to New Haven, Connecticut, what's your favorite place to get pizza out there? If if there is a spot or if you even go out there Oof. for pizza, not everyone gets to go out there. So it's a tough question. So what I like to do is ask if you don't get a chance to go out there, what are some favorite places you like to get pizza around here? What are some places you like to go out to eat that aren't just pizza related? This um, is a this is a barbershop. And what, uh, this is a barbershop topic. Right what could you? Yeah. What could you tell me? <laughs> this on, is on a yeah. Think? This is a classic barbershop debate. I'm actually gonna break it down. I love it. I'm gonna break it down, please, because there's so many good pizza spots. Okay. I mean, I we have uh, formerly known it's Luigi's now formerly. Uh, uh, I forgot. Snappies. Snappies. Formerly yep. Snappies. Luigi's now. Yep. Amazing pizza. I like it more because they're convenient. They're right next to the, you know, right next to my job. Right. Um, shout out to my boy Simon. You know, they were new owners. Took over a, you know, a, you know, establishment that was there for I don't know how many years. Oh, I was like, snappy family. Forty, yeah, 50, yeah, like, yeah, forever. Uh, they're time. really good. Uh, they're I go there because one, they're good, but it's convenient. I love the people there. It's nice. But if I was to break it down. If I wanted a, just a slice, if I just wanted to grab like a slice or two, I love Luigi's and I I would say Soho's. I like them for a slice. If I wanted to, if I'm bringing like a bunch of people. My girlfriend works at Savings Bank of Danbury. Yeah. They get Soho's. Oh, look at that. And okay. she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Inter- I mean. so interesting you mentioned that. Okay. They're good. Okay. And you could get ice cream right next door. True. It's a great, you know. It's, yeah. Okay. I remember back in, uh, you know, high school and early college years, you know, it's like a cool place to take a, you know, a date or whatever. Get a couple slices, get some ice cream and, you know. Boom. Now, if I wanted to get uh, my favorite type of pizza is the brick oven. So shout out to Stanziato's, my boy Mauro. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love um, it. That's great. If it's not brick oven, just the regular conventional oven, Michelangelo's on Lake Ave. Yeah, Michelangelo's. Gotta love it. I always like those places where they're not too... I hear so many good things about Michelangelo's. You've never been? No. What? I know. Oh, man. That's a classic. <laughs> They've been there forever, too. I know. I feel so bad. Yeah. I gotta get there. Everyone tells me it's... It's it's, it's one of those like little neighborhood spots. I've been to Stanziato's plenty. Love Stanziato's. Yeah, Stanziato's is great. Yeah, but I but conventional, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, yeah. But then I'll break it down even further. Back to... Now that you mentioned Stanziato's and the brick oven, if I'm going with a group of people... It's not really so convenient to go to Stanziato's because they only serve the uh, personal pies. So another great spot is Frank Pepe's. Yeah. Right over, you know, on Federal Road. Right down here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, you know, they great pizza as well. Yeah. Great pizza. Um, I mean, so pizza, I, I really can't narrow it down to one. Uh, but yeah, it's so many, places, so many good places. I'd break it down like that. If it's brick oven... Stanziato's and Frank Pepe's. If I'm, if it's more people, that way you can gotcha. get, you know, large pies, extra large pies and stuff. And any restaurants you like, just like oh, that I aren't pizza related. I love them all. I've been. Uh, okay, is there a go-to spot where you're just like, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to go to. I lately have been. Uh, before I, we started this training camp, 
my I went on a kind of like a taco 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 adventure around town. And uh yeah, La Front um there's uh the one I forgot the name, the one across the street from the courthouse. Yeah. I great, know you're talking about. Great spot. I still gotta go to the the one up in Waterbury by the mall. There's like a food truck, like a taco yeah. truck. I still okay. gotta try them out here. Really good things. Okay. Um I forgot the name of the one on uh on White Street, right before where they had the San Gennaro. Oh, man, I forgot the name. I don't know. I just got out of the gym. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about food that I can't even eat. It's going. Yeah, Check out Taco Bachi sometime over here in Brookfield. Tremendous. Taco Bachi. Taco Bachi. New spot? No, they've been around for a, few, for a few years now. Really? Yeah, tremendous. It's right down the street from me. Right What's across a, the street from the bowling alley. Strikers. Brookfield is like on a... There's so much like that family, coming up. It's crazy in Brookfield now. Authentic. Yeah. Oh, it's so authentic. Wow. The tacos are nuts. And they do a My Cali burrito. Mm. So they got the French fries in it, just like California and everything like that. Like know. I said, when it comes to food, you, you would know. Yeah, You're San, the Diego, guy. San Diego, San Diego uh, style burritos. Um, they have like chicken... Uh, uh, you know, lettuce, tomato, uh, uh, cheese, avocado, and then French fries mm. uh, with like a chipotle, like a chipotle mayo. I'm hungry now. Come on, Jeff. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Let me think about. Stuff and it's I in a wrap, have. and then they grill it down nice for you know, in the wrap, and yeah, and um, it's huge. It's like the size of your head. Um, wow, I got. It's big... really cool, and they do a lot of specials, and they make their own chili, and just a lot of crazy things. It's I got wild. a big head too. It's a lot of swelling going on. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, that's awesome. And actually, let me sneak two more questions in now. Dude, that I'm here. I'm here. <clears throat> Come on, make it. One of them go is. For it. I see you're, you're fishing lately. I do. I'm there. Is that new? No, I've been. Okay, uh, I, I love fishing. You got like a paddle. I got paddle a paddle thing. That thing is. Cool. I see you. You were out there. I'm like. <laughs> I woke up and I'm like looking through my story and I just see you're out, you're out paddling and I'm literally laying in bed half asleep. I'm yeah. like, I love this guy. Like, I'm going I'm going from being talked up to this like badass boxer to now I'm gonna like if you get me talking into fishing, you're gonna be like, What a nerd. Uh yeah, me and fishing where it's like, like that's fishing. my second hobby. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I got a uh You uh, golf? I mean I like to golf. I, I mean I I golf just because like, okay. you know, socially it's you know, okay. I I do okay. Um fishing's cool though. I like fishing. I love fishing, yeah, man. I love it. I fished with my grandpa for years in Maine. Yeah. Growing up. Oh yeah, loved <laughs> loved it. I love to fish you sometime. If I, I'm down, All yeah, right, cool. I'm always That'd down. Be sick. If I was to tell you how many fishing rods I have, you'd, 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 you'd I'd have to borrow one because I don't have one. If you don't have okay. one, yeah. Oh, we got to change that up. If I could borrow one, then we... I'm gonna get you a Spider Man, <laughs> the little push button Spider Man. I'll ones. take, I'll take anything, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take anything. I, uh, I went um, charter boat fishing for four hours on Cape Cod, five hours. Nice on, on Cape Cod. Um, that was interesting. Almost got seasick. Okay, and then right before I did. I got like used to it and I, like everything was great. And then I started drinking beers with my brother-in-law. It was a bachelor, bachelor party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and we caught, I caught a lot. I caught most, more than most other guys on the trip. And, and how did you fished. not catch the, like the bug to not want to go? F- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not really sure what it was, no? but I, I do love it. I do love it. Did you catch anything big? Anything fun? Yeah. Anything? Huge, ba- huge, huge. Striped bass? Huge. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Yeah. 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 So imagine catching one of those on a kayak. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what I'm into now. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my that's my intense. Yeah, t- I I was out today. Do you have a seat that you can sit up on. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I dude, I paid four thousand dollars for my oh. kayak. It's ridiculous. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh. it's ridiculous. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's I'm I'm telling you, if I go into it, you're gonna be like, what a nerd, no, total dork. That's dope, <laughs> dude. That's dope. And where where's your fishing ground usually? 
I I mean I I go everywhere, dude. Okay. I'm into fly fishing. Where were you today? Today I was out in you know this is kind of taboo for the fishing world. You don't really tell your spots, but oh true, sorry, no, no it's alright. My bad. No, it's uh, I mean I was out in uh in Bridgeport, Black Rock Harbor. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, caught a couple bluefish today. It was pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. I have yeah. a friend. Shout out to Seth Webster. She owns ctbites.com. Oh, okay. She, li- she lives right on the shore in the Black Rock area. Really? Near, near the Yacht Club, yeah. Oh, that's got to be fun. So she has a dock right out there. Nice. Yeah. That'll be nice. But, I had a, yeah, I was, because it's uh, normally, we're, so from work, I'm off Sundays and Mondays, and having Mondays off whenever, I mean, having Mondays off is just great anytime, because you could, any errand you want to run, any stores you want to go to, there's usually... You know the crowds are usually crowds are usually low. You get the best service. It's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but Mondays off fishing is great too because most of the time dead. Yeah, you're the only guy out there. That's great, man. It's me and like the retired guys. It's great. I didn't see anyone out there today. You were just like, oh no, today. Well, it's good. Good video I did, but a lot of boats out today. But it's just because you know everybody else was off, but. That's a good time. I love fishing, man. And you can paddle. It's kind of like a yeah. It's a it's a you, it's pedals. So I'm able to, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to think I'm a nerd. <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah? I love it. We're going to have to go then. I had a paddle boat back in the day. Oh, you did? And I loved it. Nice. It was a two-seater. It's pretty big. It held a cooler. Oh, wow. And you could paddle way out and just like <laughs> stop paddling and just hang out. And I got a funny story actually one time. I, <laughs> and that was in Maine. That was in Maine. So, so I have like all on my, it's a kayak and I still have all these electronics on there, fish finders, all these stuff. And uh, this is the first time I actually take it out saltwater. I'm out in Bridgeport and I'm kind of just playing around with the electronics, trying to see if I could find fish and I'm just fishing. The next thing I know, the current. So I was probably like about I don't know, like about a hundred yards from the shore. Current takes me out like farther. So now it goes from like a hundred yards to like, I'm pushing like half a mile out. And I'm, so I'm a little worried, but then I start paddling around and I'm I'm okay to where I'm, I'm comfortable where I'm uh, comfortable enough where I could get back on my own. I'm not like worried. All of a sudden I see the, I hear sirens going off in the town, like around and I'm like, oh, okay, something must be going on thinking it's Bridgeport. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know, these things happen, I it's guess. Bridgeport. These it's things Bridgeport. Happen. That's yeah. it. I don't got to say much. It's yeah. Bridgeport. Yeah. And I see farther down, I see this like big, like almost naval looking ship with these sirens. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I'm just, I'm just being my dorky little self, just fishing. Little though I know, I see this boat, this massive, you know, boat with sirens coming closer and closer and closer. They, somebody actually, I, they came out thinking that I needed help. Oh, yeah, it was oh, crazy. No I remember way. the, the it Coast was Guard Bridgeport Marine Unit. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, the and guy was so shocked. Yeah, they pulled up. He was Boy. like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm just fishing along." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up? What's going on?" And yeah, that was a crazy time. Did he say like you're a little far out or like he was just- like, "Are you okay?" And he wanted me to like he. It was pretty funny where he actually had me pedal around. I guess it was his first time seeing like a kayak like that where you could pedal. Yeah. He's, he was like, are you sure? And I pedaled around. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, all right. False alarm. Yeah. That was pretty funny. The tax dollars you wasted, Caesar. Uh, no, well, no, at least we know they're responsive. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
kidding. Shout out to Bridge for Marine. That's they were quick. I mean, honestly, that's, they jumped on it quick. That's that's honestly, yeah, like, yeah, that's that's wild. <laughs> I've taken the Port Jeff out of there, but um, oh really? But uh, yeah, Port Jeff ferry to to Long Island. Yeah, yeah I've done that. I've done that a few times. That's on my to do list, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great. You can make a day out of uh, Port Jeff, the town. Yeah. yeah, there's breweries, things to do, things places to eat. And then you can just hit hop on and go. Hop on and head back home. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a no, day it's trip definitely. For sure. Yeah, not too yeah. many places can say that they could do. You know, you could do a ferry ride somewhere. No, not know? at all. It's pretty not cool, at all, dude. Not at all. That's what I'm saying, man. We live in a cool place. Why do people always gotta like you know talk down on it? I don't know. You know I love it. I love Connecticut. Yeah, we're right I mean, in the. <laughs> you know, screw you, Joe Rogan, talking shit about <laughs> yeah. talking shit about Connecticut. Oh god, that was so funny. <laughs> how, how you just drive through it. Yeah, it's just, it's just a it's just a highway to get to like Boston and like other places. And the thing is that we so like it like that. If we wanted to live in a big city where a lot of crazy we, things we was happening, we would. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We like what's wrong with suburbia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's the American dream, right? You get to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Connecticut. I mean, Connecticut's cool. I yeah, mean, I love it. I haven't left. You know, I haven't left yet. I mean, you know, uh, man, my girlfriend lives in New York, so who knows what the future brings? You know, maybe mm. I will move to New York. Who knows? But yeah. Connecticut will always be you know near and dear, and I'll always love it. I and mean, we're unique here, and we're special. And I think that's one of the things with the podcast I have on people from the state yes. who really make us who we are. And that's why I'm so glad I got to have you on, man. And I'm lucky enough to you're be amongst the your special your special guy, man. You have Thank a, you. You have a unique story. You know, boxing from you know for such a you know such a long time, and, yeah. and um, you know to being where you are now, going twenty and two as an amateur, and now here you are, man. You're going yeah. pro. Your first fights on the horizon. Yeah. You're repping Danbury. You're repping Connecticut, <laughs> and technically you're repping our country because you're going, going over to Columbia. Columbia. <laughs> so like, no pressure. <laughs> no, no, no pressure at all, yeah. man. But um, and one last question is right now, like, do you have a favorite boxer? Or are you not that type of guy? I do. Uh, I love watching uh, Vasily Lomachenko, Ukrainian fighter. Yeah, okay. He, I've heard uh, of him. Yep. Yeah, amazing. Just cool. Uh, one guy where he, I think, I forgot his record exactly, but it was like over 300 amateur fights, went to the Olympics twice, won gold medals twice, lost only one time in his amateur career, and then rematched the guy and beat him. And he's, yeah, he's just amazing to watch. Footwork, unbelievably fast. Hits, hits guys from so many different angles. Another southpaw, another left-handed fighter. Yeah, Lomachenko's the man. I love him. And what's the goal for you? Are you trying to, are you trying to be the best ever? Are you trying to go to the Olympics? Are you trying to have, you know, fights that are at, like, you know, right. uh, MSG in Las Vegas? Are you, are, you know, is that, that the goal for you? You want to be like a you know, a, a big name, like a Tyson Fury, like a Conor McGregor, like, you know, is that kind of what you're, that you're, is, uh, or, if I was to, if I was to or, tell you, I wasn't, you know, I didn't think about it. I'd be or lying. If, it, if it gets there, it's great. You're just putting in the work. And if it gets there, it's great. I right now, just because I'm so like focused on Columbia, my focus right now is just to, you know, next thing to destroy this dude. And, yep. you and know, then worry about everything. Like, and then, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I just we're, keep, where because you know just like a ladder because of my you know a little bit on the the older side for guarding like athletes uh we're we're going full throttle we're you know we're gonna be see how far this goes love it and uh yeah luckily with aj and guys at champs you know i feel like we got a good thing going on awesome uh the tracker record will show he's just a great you know manager promoter and the sky can you know the sky could be the limit awesome yeah perfect where can people follow you on social media to stay up to date with everything that you got going on and just, you know, follow, you know, your life and just everything like that? My Instagram is uh, Caesar C23 is C E S A R C 23. 
And I'm not too big, too um, too out there on social media, but I definitely will be more to promote the you know pro up promote this fight, upcoming fights, and yeah, the people could catch me there. Come by Legends, you know. Yeah. Come get a haircut. Come by Legends Barber. Yeah. Yeah. Meet up with me tomorrow at six a.m. while I run five miles. If they really want to, <laughs> <laughs> if they really want to, <laughs> really want to get to know me in my uh, yeah 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 in my fun times yeah. Uh, definitely got to follow Champs Boxing follow as well Champs. on Instagram. Yeah. Got to do that. Follow Coach Dave. Yes. Um, on Instagram. He's a great follow. Yeah. Shout out to Coach Dave. But um, hey, man. Wow. I have fun. We yeah. have a the great. I'm so glad you're here. I mean, we could have kept going on I'm on and on. I mean, we have so many great legends here in Danbury. One we didn't even speak on is Glover Teixeira. Oh, come on. Um, gentleman who I hope someday I can have right here where you are to talk to. Uh, he's, he's, um, he's the we'll man. We'll see. But he actually went to one of my uh, fights. It was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. He, um, Legend. I remember he. Uh, that was a pretty cool moment. Looking back and seeing somebody like, you know, that. With He's that the, prestigious UFC career, you know, watching me and I won by knockout that time at the war, at the War Memorial, which was you know really oh, cool. Oh yeah, the War Memorial, yeah, nice. That was pretty cool. That's great, man. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Hopefully. I asked him too. I was like, hey man, any advice? And he was just like, just keep, just let your hands go. Yeah. And oh, I was like, man. all right, sounds easy <laughs> enough, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to Glover. I Shout hope, out to Glover. I hope someday I can chat with him for the show. That would be great, but. I don't know. We'll see. So I, I'm the first fighter, the first yeah. guy on the podcast. That's first cool. fighter. Wow. Look first at that. professional fighter. I've had a professional athlete. Yeah. Um, Will Arndt. Okay. Who yep. Went to WestCon. Yep. And uh, is in the NFL and XFL right now. Yeah. He's kind of going between both. So he's been here, been right there in that seat. Uh, so many of so you know so have so many awesome people, people from the Food Network, just tremendous individuals, but. You're my uh, you're my first pro boxer. I'm honored. I'm and, honored. Uh, I'm honored, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming by. Um, you know, you're the best, man. Thank you're, you. You're appreciate the, it. You're the greatest, and uh, I'm so glad that we met. I'm yeah. so glad that uh, you know you're doing great things, and I can't wait to see uh, what you do in a matter of a few weeks to this guy. It's going to be special. So. Appreciate it. Thank and, you for uh, having me. This onward and upward, baby. All right. Yeah, that's all it. right. And then hey, you got to come back. Got to come back because you're going to be just knocking people out you, guys, you know you're gonna have to come back on man so yeah we'll talk soon but hey thank you so much and you have a good night appreciate, appreciate it thank you so much huge thanks once again to my guest on the podcast today the great and powerful caesar Collado. thank you so much brother for coming by the show and telling us your story and all about the wonderful things that you have going on I know you've been on this journey for a long time, but it's just getting started. So happy for all your accomplishments, and I know I'll be there rooting and supporting every step of the way, onward and upward, my friend. Yet again, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback and support. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music, Morgan Luzzi, production and art director, Kurt Vinci, editor and writer, Nick Passacreta, and a special thanks as always to my guy, Devin Sapelli. We have finally, officially reached the conclusion of season three. And now we begin season four. Our first episode of season four is our conversation with the Yumi Broshi boys, Rob Hader and Kyle Sorensen. What a fun chat we had, and I cannot wait to share that with you all in the next couple weeks. But until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy. Love you all. Peace.